do not. There is no try. Happy beach here, buddy. Come on. Copy that. We're almost there. You must have a thousand questions. Where's Ray? Go away. Sue, what are you doing here? When I found you, I saw what all masters live to see. Raw, untamed power. The potential of your bloodline. We need your help. We need the Jedi Order back. We need Luke Skywalker. The Bizzle! Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Yo, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, welcome to one of the, but not the final podcast of 2018. I've got a best of list coming. It's been a couple years since I've done that. I've got some more uh, episodes of Clone Wars with my man Simmy, who, whoa, Simmy, is that you? Are you calling? Happy fucking Hanukkah. Simmy! Who knew? What is happening? Who knew at 5.28 on a Tuesday with my full podcast set up ready to go that you would call in exactly at this time? Amazing. How are you, my brother? Happy Hanukkah. I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to do something fun, something different, maybe something Star Wars-ish. Yes. That we uh, you know, know and love. Uh, the, the first of the comeback, uh, The Force Awakens. And if there's any historical Jewish figures that are Jedi-ish mixed with some Sith, it's the Maccabees who slaughtered not only the invaders, but their own people who did not want to follow the orthodox way of doing things. But that is another historical story. These bunch days, of savages. A bunch of savages. And it led to uh, pretty much the downfall of the Israelite kingdom after a thousand years of pretty strong rule because of how corrupt they were, the Hasmoneans. But it was a glorious victory then, and it was certainly a historical event that has informed mythology, like so many others, and which is a big part of Star Wars. And guys, we are here tonight to do something for the third time that I've only done two previous times, both with Simi, which is a do a, pod, do a commentary that I've already done at a later date. The first one was Rogue One, which is one of my most downloaded podcasts ever, and I've said often is one of my favorite, if not my favorite commentary that Simi and I did. We did uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter, which has also been a very heavily downloaded, um, and so I might be forced to do more Potter uh, just for ratings in the future. And here we are, Simi, doing What? Just for ratings, you have to do more Potter because it's amazing. Uh, we're we're ready to do a Force Awakened. Force Awakened, awakened, and I, I'm I'm ready to rock. I, I I feel more awakened than I've ever been. Something something inside my soul. 
So, uh, guys, we're, we're going to get right to it. We've uh, both had busy weeks, and we are going to go crazy during the commentary, so we want to save the energy. We're trying to stay away from long intros and outros. So, uh, I'll, I'm going to say one thing about me redoing this in me, and then I'm going to throw it to you as to why you wanted to do this, and then we're going to jump in. So, my quick thing is, I've done this before. I've actually done this twice before, guys, if you want to search the archives and find both of them. Um, and Force Awakens is a movie, unlike Rogue One... Uh, which I gave like an A plus when I saw it, I gave Force Awakens I think a strong B plus or A minus coming out of the theater and now it's a straight A for me and you will hear why if you haven't heard before I have new thoughts I'm going to be talking about the history of Simi three years ago we didn't know what to expect right and then we had three straight Christmases of pretty successful Star Wars movies and then they released all of them the spring and we should have had it this Christmas and I think that's part of why I wanted to when you suggested The Force Awakens it felt right because we're not going to have a true Star Wars movie experience in theater Christmas well the next best thing we can give to the world is a Bizzlecast commentary of The Force Awakens let's be honest so why did you want to do it so what I'm really excited about is to kind of talk about some of the initial thoughts that I had uh, when it was coming out, some initial theories and things like that. Um, but also, this is one that I don't own because it was on Stars for so long uh, that I saw it so many times I just hadn't gotten around to buying it. So I, this was a great opportunity to go ahead and finally buy it. So what a but I really want to know. Yes. I know. I really want to know uh whether it's uh i want to i haven't watched it since solo came out so i want to see my reactions um because clearly rogue one as i've stated before is my favorite of the four and uh last jedi is definitely my least favorite but solo and and force awakens like uh sit in the middle in my mind uh as solid (laughs) solid solid uh, like awesome movies so this this is gonna be fun Yep, and um, I'll, I'll get more into this uh, when we get into the countdown, which is going to happen in just a minute, guys. But, you know, the, the all the movies have had different reactions from me. Rogue One, I immediately love. This movie, uh, The Force Awakens, I love more over time. It took almost until Rogue One, it took almost the whole year for me to fully love and appreciate it. And actually doing this commentary for the first time was like on air. I was like, okay, guys, I actually love this movie. I don't just like it. I love it. Uh, the Last Jedi, I borderline loved. I at least really liked Last Jedi for the first two or three viewings and for months after. I think it was defensive semi too of all the anti hate, you know, hater, anti SJW people as well. It's always kind of skewed uh, uh, um, in my perspective uh, in defending mm-hmm. Last Jedi. And mm-hmm. um, but as we're going to talk about, we, you and I have flipped a little bit on the Last Jedi, and my my uh, uh, cope, you know, my um, our associates at the saga continues i think we can say um hopefully we'll be on their show soon um tim and kyle also flipped kyle was with me loving last jedi tim couldn't stand it and then they flipped so we're gonna not talk too much i'm let me put it this way guys and i'll get us in the cat i'm gonna try not to talk too much about the things that bother me with the last jedi because i told simmy but simmy let me just say for the audience i'll count us down it's not like the prequels where it's like attack of the clones where it's just hitting me over the head with badness and just terribleness Last Jedi, just I'm just unsettling. I still don't know what my feelings are about it, and I think that's good that some of these movies we don't know what our feelings are about it. And so, to lead in the Force Awakens, you are 
still figuring out your list. My list has been set for like at least six months, at least since Solo came out. Um, of uh, Rogue One easily at the top, Force Awakens easily at number two. Then there's a bit of a drop off for Solo for me, and then a big drop off uh, from Solo to Force Awakens. I'm sorry, to Last Jedi. And so uh, we will see the formation or reformation of, of of your list of movies or not. Who cares? We're just here to enjoy Star Wars. Yeah, I'm really excited to do this one. There's so many cool things about this movie that got me so excited for the new franchise to start the new. I know it's more than three movies, but the move, the the new trilogy, the new, yeah. uh, the 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 new saga, the, just the whole new canon that they were launching. Uh, this was a great way to do it, and I don't think that they were like this one's going to knock it out of the fucking park. I think they played it safe because of what happened, and we'll get into it more. But they they played on what everybody loved about the original three, and um, they didn't they didn't go too far into the sci fi to make it so cartoonish and so much CGI that it's a little bit out there. There isn't a ton of uh, wonky aliens. So I I mean a lot of your old favorites plus some uh, some great new ones, you know. Absolutely. So Absolutely. so uh, you know BB eight I think is amazing. I mean it, it, he really has his own right, personality. Let's, just, let's get into this. So we can, let's we do can, it. Yeah, let's get let's into this. Um, I just wanted to point out, Sammy, it's interesting to think that I've probably seen The Force Awakens at least as many times over the last six months as you have combined Last Jedi and Solo watches, I think. You've watched those two movies a lot, whereas I've watched those movies a couple times each. Solo more, for sure. But I, I watch The Force I watch Rogue One like at least once a week, and I watch uh, Force Awakens at least once or twice a month. So um i'm a little bit fresher on this and i've done the commentary before so i am going to sit back i'm going to be the box office numbers guys guys i'm going to be the ratings i'm going to talk about cultural trends and Timmy is going to do a little bit more play-by-play so we'll flip it a little bit today from the usual did you hear that guys jesse just said she was he wasn't going to talk as much we'll see well, well it just as long as you are talking, <laughs> I will shut up. But I can't deal with dead air. And some people are like, "Just watch the movie." I'm like, "Dude, half the people watching this have seen it a million times. They don't need to watch the movie. They want us right. to talk." So I try to do it. It's only when I'm like dead, like uh, literally, like jaw dropped, where I'm just like, uh, like, and just yeah. like, like so into it that like I go blank for a second or. Uh, towards the end if I'm a little too uh, drunk and stoned. But uh, I'm excited about this movie. Yes. Uh, I had a little time off of work to get some other things done, so I feel very on top of life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this, this is going to be fun. So without further ado, let's Without further ado, if you guys are some reason joining us for the first time, you want to queue up to zero hours, zero minutes, zero seconds on your DVD, Blu-ray, digital file. I'm watching it on Amazon. Simi is watching it on... What are you watching it on? Uh, Google Play. Google Play. So, you know, it's all the same. Um, and Simi is going... I- I'm going to count from three to two to one. I'm going to say go. You should put subtitles on, a little bit of ambient sound to get the amazing John Williams score, especially the Ray theme, which Simi... I'm, I'm tease one thing I haven't talked enough about is that I never let anything would beat the various Leia themes, the Leia Princess Leia theme, the Leia Han theme, and of course the Force and Luke Skywalker theme, all classic. The Ray theme is amazing, so guys get a little, a little ambient sound if you can do it, but I'll leave it up to you. I'll say three, two, one. I will say go. I say go you will uh hit play and simi will count to seven um to align me and to align you so simi let me just play this out to seven so there's no lag 
And then I will get us into the countdown. So, guys, pause now if you need to. And, uh, man, this movie. Remember, there's a lot of silence up until about 18 seconds. So, don't yeah. freak Spo- out people. Spoiler alert starting with the, the, the Kylo Poe interaction five minutes in, I'm going to be laughing a ton. And that's one of the reasons I love this movie, is it makes me laugh in a, in a smart way from beginning to end. So, that'll be my contribution to me while you're saying smart stuff. So, all right. Guys, here we go with the countdown. Simi, you ready, buddy? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right. I'm just checking my sound. Everything looks good. Everything, everything. And wait, I need to get like a certain... There we go. All the windows aligned. Okay. Here comes the countdown, guys. And uh, may the force be with us. Three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Boom. Long time Long ago. Long time ago. Far, far away. Far, far away. Long time ago. Far, far away. 2015, Sammy. We hadn't seen the Star Wars ah. movies in 2005, baby. Woo. Yeah, man. No, this is exciting. Are you going to read it? Oh, right. You're not talking. I forgot. No, you're the reader. We've established that. You're the reader. You read the quotes. The Force Awakens, Episode 7. This is actually an important one to read because of this first little bit with Luke. Go ahead. Luke Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the sinister First Order has ridden from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. Wait. Wait, maybe who's the, the last, last Jedi? Jedi? Hey guys, check this scroll. The support of the Republic General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. So something that I think is under the surface and the directors and writers understand Simi, but has not been explored enough and Ryan Johnson didn't nail in Last Jedi is that Leia, in my opinion, from the beginning of the original Star Wars, is as important as Luke to if not more so. I mean Luke has kills kills Vader, but in general Leia is the boss on screen in the comics he's still the boss and her obsession with finding her brother just shows how how desperate the situation is she should if she had old princess leia connections and skills and energy she should have been able to rally without luke and and he could does save the day that in the last jedi but you know what i'm saying like it's it's i don't know do you think that's there do you think that leia is is just so tired and weak after all we know about her she like needs brotherly support I think I think they're just like they said they're just desperate and like Here we go, baby. he's not the answer but the force is pushing her mm-hmm. to um, to find him but as we soon spoiler alert find out it's not really Luke it's the journey that some of the other characters go on to become who they are and who they will become to evolve into the solution it's not like Luke is gonna you know show up and kill all the uh, all the Jedi, all the uh, Sith, and just take over again and create a school. I mean, yeah. give me a fucking break. Oh, he's so cute. Everyone loves BB-8. They did a great job with him. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Daisy Ridley actually asked JJ to have more scenes with BB-8, and JJ obliged because she loved the interaction and the chemistry. I do have a couple funny criticisms that you'll see that they like that are obvious, like, fuck-ups, but whatever. 
Yeah, you know me. Uh, I don't care. I mean, you're welcome to tell them. I don't care. <laughs> okay, this is important. This is the the mysticism. This guy's like Chirrut. Uh, this is the Chirrut of the story. He's a mystic. He's a, a, a church of the force, but he's not a force user. Oh, the general to me is she's royalty. Uh-huh. Lor Senteca is his name. We get of him some of him in the comics. Uh-oh. We got company. I got, I I love I I love the setup from this because it immediately just just gets right off the go and like you know there's not a lot of you wandering the desert or little lead-ins and stuff. They get right into the action and we've waited so long for these movies. Like this initial scene is so cool. There's like a great dark force scene coming up and uh you know some brutal shit. Uh, but they really, it people. just dives right into it. They kill a bunch of like civilians, obviously, um, but you don't know who anybody is at this Area point. Man. You know, I remember buying some of the swag. Like, I got some uh, pint glasses, and I didn't know who Kylo was. I didn't know who BB-8 was. But you know, as you start to, uh, you know, they start to create their characters. You you really get into them really quickly. This you know, so Kylo's cinematic. scary as fuck. I mean, and uh, yeah. Poe's hilarious. The whole landing, the whole launch of the transports it, behind the dark side of the moon to the planet. We get the transports with your new ships. We get Kylo ships with new ships. And then we get X-Wings and TIE Fighters. But we'll get back to that. Here's the X-Wing. It looks beautiful. It's a different X-Wing. It's an advanced one, obviously. And uh, this is cool. He gets to use it for a little bit, and then he gets blown up. Uh, Poe goes through a lot of ships in the years leading up to this, fighting the First Order, and continues to lose ships, which is, you know, what you have to do. With hilarious. Pilots. Uh, yeah. Also, they make the the stormtroopers like scary as fuck. You so, know, so, like, but uh, also scared in that shot into the transport with the shaky cam that would look, looks very un Star Wars that I went to comment on two minutes ago where Boyega was in there and the stormtroopers are shaking around. I mean, look at this. This is already a totally different vision of Star Wars. But you got the microchip, you got BB-8, you got Poe, who, by the way, dude, Poe and Cassian, two classic, gorgeous, sexy rebel, rebel badasses immediately by both Cassian and Poe as rebel badasses as flawed and they're as they are. you know they're recycling this story about you know a droid is taking information about you know but it's fine like you know it's coming full circle as to the yes. involvements yes. which again makes me feel that droids are more humane than we'd imagine because Blood. the force draws droids uh, to certain things, they, the will of the force draws the droids into certain yes. situations, and they play vital ro- roles on and off. So, yep. you know, power to the uh, power to the artificial intelligence. PTSD already hitting John Boyega's character, and will be a problem for him going through the last Jedi. Depending on how you want to interpret his behavior or lack of rationality behind behind his behavior in the next movie whatever here it makes total sense he's his first mission he can't do it here comes kylo and kylo makes a number of critical mistakes in this movie and the first one is he senses something about finn and he doesn't do anything about it and then finn causes a lot of problems for them yeah that this whole scene is incredible they they're taking a lot of things from his grandpa you know, same kind of thing with the scary ship, his solo ship that he comes down in, and he's the 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 ash flying everywhere, like he is the spawn of Satan, and he sounds scary as fuck. Something and, far worse has happened to you. Uh huh. Exactly. 
Yeah, you yeah. don't know the story at this point, but it's you start figuring it out and you start to like appreciate it. Yeah, he says, "I know where you come from." No, first order, right? First order rose from the dark side. You did not. He's still. They're all trying to save Kylo. It's it's amazing. I will show you the dark side. You cannot deny the. I mean, truth. they give it away the way at the beginning that he's. He's a Skywalker, which I like. Whoop. He just murdered Lula Santeca. That's awesome. Yeah. That right there is fucking awesome. Because you've never seen the Emperor or uh, Vader or anyone, you know, maintain that amount of control of the of the living force. This part is hilarious. And you're expecting like something to happen. <laughs> I love Oscar. I love Oscar. <laughs> All the apparatus. apparatus. <laughs> so snarky. The thing is, man, we like, we haven't we didn't get characters like Poe and Cassian in the original trilogy, other than like Wedge, who was a side character. I love her. <sighs> I love the idea of her. I wish they gave her more to do. It's true. It's considering she has her own book. Uh, she she's barely in it. However, she's in it just enough. I think at some level. I think they and should. He have is just Finn like kill, what the fuck? Kill, kill somebody here or before? Like this be his? So uh, there's some dispute of whether this is. They say this is his first mission. He does have a mission before this. They imply he didn't kill during that. This, okay, so here's. Yeah, he should just kill. I mean, from his from from the perspective of Kylo Ren, he should just murder the stormtrooper right now, right? If he's conflicted as he is. So, so real quick, these are not clones, as we know. These are stormtroopers. So, yeah, they but they're taken from been, birth. Yeah, they're taken from birth. And is there a? Are they just you know uh, brainwashed basically? Yes, it makes less sense than the clones, but it makes more sense than the original Stormtroopers in terms of them being ruthless killers. But there's no, um, there's physical, I'm sure they give them drugs and like stuff in the food, but there's no like. No, the repo, no, because coming up here, right before. What do they mean like right now? What do they, what do you think they mean by that? She's going to say, she's going to say you need to go get reprogrammed. Reprogrammed, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah, well, whatever. I mean, this is, you know, the technological scenario of Star Wars. It's not going to be like Ex Machina, but it's something like that, I think. You think they give them like a shot of something and then they're like, yeah, the it's Emperor. probably narcotics and maybe they've got a chip. They must have a chip in their head or something. Are well, they but they would have made a bigger deal about That's that. true. You That's know, true. I always wonder exactly the difference. Maybe because it's. They're just. <laughs> maybe it's like uh, Clockwork Orange and they like staple their eyes open and force them to watch horrifying things for hours and hours you know in the books that we've been going through uh they're just so sadistic like i'm uh, uh, new dawn i've been i've been listening to uh which uh t- has kanan and uh hera and their adventures as they first meet and and kanan running around okay. all right Simi. I have a feeling about young female actresses, and not in a weird way, but like I just can identify 
their charisma from the first teaser trailer, the 30 second minute teaser trailer that came out like a year before this. I'm like, this woman is a star. But this scene, this extended scene is the most important thing to happen to Star Wars since, I, I don't know, since the original it reminds movie. Me of, this, this scene always reminds me of uh, Laura Croft a little bit. And then it reminds me of uh, stuff from uh, A New Hope. This is such perfect casting because while she is adorable and so cute and pretty, she's not flawless skin. She looks like a regular girl. It's so important. Honestly, man, I've said as much as I love Leia, she is Ray to this franchise at least at the beginning of launching this is as as important as Leia, Luke and Han combined. I love Finn, I love Poe, I love the original cast, and Kylo. Her and Kylo are what made, let's be honest, are making this trilogy, the good parts of this trilogy good, and Rey in particular with the young female audience and so forth. This is the setup. This is the twin sons, actually. I mean, we, we, yeah, see her, totally. we see her have more meditative moments in a bit, like with the old lady that she's watching clean the stuff. And But this is the twin sons moment of, if you're a little girl, and you're like stuck in the middle of America and you're like, no one understands me and I'm awkward. And then you see Ray and doing all this stuff, right? Like that's us like with Luke growing up, I think. Just out on her own. Yeah. I think, But also I think uh, I'd like to think little boys can associate with her too. Just she has a great story, you know, and she is such a hero. So, you know, the same way boys, the same way we made girls look up to the boy heroes because girls couldn't be heroes when we were kids. Um you know that uh, boys will want to dress up like Ren. Not that I'm saying like everybody should be a crossdresser, but you know the same way a little girl would want to dress up like Luke. You know, and that shouldn't be frowned upon because she's a great hero. All right. So immediately the CGI and practical is almost impossible to distinguish. There'll be a few parts where we'll complain. This is my favorite scene of the first uh, act. Like, or, or sorry, like non-plot scene of the first act is her watching that old lady smiling, being like, oh, that's going to be me in 60 years and still somehow smiling despite the slavery. Okay, you know who this is who plays um, car plot? And this is actually more practical than you than we think. Uh, it looks like so-so CGI, but it's a lot of makeup as well as CGI. You know who that is? Yeah, that's... Uh, Simon Pegg. Uh, Simon Pegg, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a suit, though. Here comes the, so here's right. The, so, yeah, so here's the. This is the two. two yeah, yeah, exactly. There's the water uh, vaporizers, which we see in Rogue One at the beginning as well. I love oh, her, like, that's decoration. A, oh, that's a rebel pilot. I never noticed it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an X-wing fighter. I mean, she's obviously like the when she puts the helmet on in a little bit. You know, she's obviously like you okay. know this playing is real. dress up. I don't know how they did this. This is one of the most brilliant special effects of all time. They, they, there, there's something thing. under the table. There is a cut somehow, but it it, it looks seamless. Uh, oh no, the cut the cut was right there. Yeah, no, that's real. You I love it. Look it's at just, her. She wouldn't be eating it. Look, but look. I mean, do you know look, what I'm saying? What a normal looking girl she is. She's stuffing her face. She's dreaming of going off world, but she's stuck. She's licking her plane because she doesn't have that How much old food. Is she? And here we go. This is it. 
This is it. This, you, yeah, this is this is cool where I'm I'm on board with Ray for good. And this is the stuff we didn't get in the Last Jedi. Obviously, the stakes were much higher, and she was trying to get Luke out of his fucking cage, so we can't have cute Ray. We had to have badass Ray. But man, I miss this Ray. And uh, I think people really appreciated this more. Uh, again, like with Rogue One, going back and seeing young Ray. Um, and I, I hope she hasn't lost all of her naivete. And I love how she like runs to like protect this droid. She doesn't even know. This is maybe my favorite creature since the Tusken Raiders on the uh, what's it called uh, in Tatooine. It's like a rhinoceros robot thing. Look at that! It's amazing. All right, so let me let me just say let me just get out of the way in case you guys don't know. J.J. Abrams did the Star Trek reboot 2009, which was not only a brilliant reboot but one of the, in my opinion, best science fiction movies of all time. And so when he was announced in 2013, 2014 that he was going to direct Force Awakens, Simi, I had no doubt this was going to be it. Worst, a B plus, fun, entertaining, cool, well done movie, and that's what it was. And then it became more than that to me. But but I I felt so confident in the early stuff I saw of Finn and Ray, and I loved Oscar Isaac already, and I actually liked Adam Driver. I was one of the few people I felt Adam Driver was going to nail it. I just had a great feeling about this movie. Um, yeah. But JJ, so this is a really this is the only like fucked up script part. Uh. So they're going to walk away and they're going to like, she's a scavenger and Tito's a scavenger and they're both going to walk away from this perfectly good net. (laughs) They're just going to leave it there. They're both poor. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to leave it there. Watch. She doesn't go back for it. This is Tito's already gone. They just left this net just sitting there. Like you'd think she'd take it or Tito would be like, you're my fucking net. Uh-huh. It's a good net. So, I caught that droid in that net, and they both leave the net there. Okay, so Sammy, no scavengers. Sammy, Sammy, can I say with some things <laughs> that JJ learned and has done better than George Lucas? Uh-huh. Ray, what do we talk about? We grew up as kids, and Luke was like eighteen, but we still identified him because he was still boyish. And then Lucas right. decided, he, oh, this is great, but then Lucas decided he wanted a little boy to get to reach the little boys with the prequels, which doesn't work because we want to look up to them. And then now they're back to, you know, people in their late teens, early 20s, which little kids can still look up to if they still act boyish like Finn or girlish like Ray. And that's the, that is the extent, if Luke is annoying for like a movie and a half, that's the, ex- no, is like the most annoying Ray ever is. And then she's never annoying again. It's amazing. Okay, here we go. Go ahead. More torture. Here we go. More torture. Okay, so torture, Sammy, torture, one torture. thing I realized so on is- many sorry re- many repeat watchings is part of the reason they need to do this is to make him doing this to Ray a tiny bit less creepy because if he's doing it to him, it takes away some of the sexual violation potential of doing it to Ray. Well, I don't think. Uh, I mean, that might be true. I just really associate to when. Uh, when Vader tortures Leia, when Vader tortures Han, you know, and uh, that's what they do. They torture people. And also, by the way... Not with the what, mind torture, which, by the way, Vader never does. Vader eschewed mind stuff. He did it as Anakin. As Anakin, he mind tortured people all the time. I know, but Vader c- came to uh, cross a bizarre code of his own where he would murder people with the lightsaber and four skills, but he didn't like to use mind stuff. He would choke you, he'd murder you, but he didn't like to do mind control stuff. Mm. And Kylo is doing pulling out all the stops because he's sloppy, he's untrained. I mean, you know, say what you will about the Emperor, but the Emperor was giving Vader some real training. Uh, Kylo's got Snoke, who's just... I, I mean... <sighs> 
We'll, we'll get to Snoke. What do you think a portion is? Because I feel like she makes stuff for the day and then goes back to work and makes enough to eat for the She's day. She's so skinny. Uh, she probably is a half portion a day. So, oh, here, here's right. Here's the calculus. I've thought about this. 60 portions. She can live off a quarter to a half portion. So she's looking at somewhere between a half a year and a year's worth of portions right there. That's like a year of food. She stretched it out with some other stuff. God, could you imagine just eating the same fucking thing every day and being excited about it? See, this is so interesting. Again, we you know, people don't even realize that. Like the humanity within droids. Like she finds humanity in this droid, and she was she just thinks nobody should own him because it's not theirs. So she's like, I don't own this droid. Like this droid is somebody else's droid, but and I she think respects that. The thing that makes BB-8 both better and less good in some ways than the other droids is no one ever thinks to make fun of him or put him down, even lovingly, the way they do K two or Chopper. Like people just love BB-8, and that's great, you know. But it's I don't know. This totally reminds me of, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. This is a rescue. Oh, here we go. You know what this I mean? Is like, this is a great line. There have been the some right implications <laughs> that they're gay. <laughs> because it's the right thing to do. The music cuts out. I need to file it. You need to file it. Yeah. Did you read we're, anything about them being this. gay? I'm sorry. We're going to do this. I love this. This whole breakout. No, yes. I'm sorry? No, yes. Have you read anything about them being gay? Um, Oscar In Isaac. The comic books? Because, uh, no, no, no. They're not. They're not. Oscar Isaac, sure? he, Oscar Isaac has said openly that he's played it gay, but it's more like the way our camp friends are gay with each other. No, no, I'm talking about in the writing. I'm saying in some of the I I, I read somewhere. I'll try to find it and send it to you. But just I've read the all com- the Poe Dameron comics, comics, and he just spends zero time with Finn in the Poe Dameron comics because it all takes place before this and then right after the Last Jedi. The article, the article that I read had the two of them on like a speeder together. You know, so there was something in the comics with them together. Anyway, I, I mean, it's possible it in a kid's book it was, I, or fan art, but are. I've read literally thousands of pages of comics, Simmy, and I'm telling you, Poe and Finn and okay. all the Poe Dameron comics never together, but we got them here. Okay, so this is a new TIE fighter. It has two seats instead of one, so there's a rear turret, which is cool, and they need to escape. Have you seen, have you finished the new cartoon series yet? I haven't watched one episode. I, I'm a couple episodes in. It's good. I don't know why I haven't gotten back into it. I keep forgetting about it. I mean, it's not great. It's just, it's good. It's better than Force <laughs> of Destiny. I'm waiting for Cassian Mandalorian and Clone Wars. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, so Sammy, growing up, I, I've always talked about playing the TIE Fighter X-Wing flight simulator games, where you're, obviously you're flying X-Wings and TIE Fighters, depending on which side you are, but you have to get by these capital ships. You're not going to blow them up, so you have to you have to get rid of their turrets, their missile turrets, in order to get by, which is exactly what they're doing. So th- this is great. This is total fan service. This is JJ understanding us that ship design and functionality is important. I mean, look at Battlestar Galactica, how consistent Battlestar is in its rules. Star Wars right. is fast and loose. Here, JJ's nailing the nerd stuff, which I think is probably coming from the story group and not JJ, who, uh, you know, I mean, maybe he played these games. Yeah, no, he probably wrote something and then he has a pe- group of people read it and then someone goes, but then, well, you F- know, uh, that yeah. you got to get the guns because they'll just shoot them out of the sky. Yeah. But then, you know we what have, I mean? like, then we have a guy with a riot baton 
almost take down Finn with a lightsaber coming up later, and that's where I'm going to really lo- I'm going to have to mute myself when that happens. It's the one point that angers me in this movie. Like, no, you know, there. Yeah. There's an interesting thing when you realize that like Kylo Ren is just wearing this mask like because he's crazy. Like he's there's a, no, no he's real. He's a coward. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But he's like fearful. You know. Right. He's, yeah, he's protecting himself. This it's is exactly what the missiles like look like in the, in the video sunglasses. game. Exactly. Oh, look at this. Look at the spinning shot. I mean, he 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 had already nailed this stuff six years earlier in the Star Trek reboot, but it's even better six years later with a bigger budget and Star Wars. But they didn't make it crazy. Like they didn't like make this like ridiculous scene where everything's blowing up and blah blah blah. They made it like straightforward and realistic. And Which, by the way, is a major uh, complaint consistent. of of nerds about even the nerds that liked Episode Seven and Eight is lack of new ships and lack of space combat. The fact that Rogue One easily has the best space combat. Up oh, here we go. <laughs> I like how it remained consistent because, like, it just looks like a crisper, better version of. You know, uh, four, five, and six. You know, New Hope, Je- uh, Return of uh, Return of the Jedi, and uh, Empire Strikes Back. You know, like it just looks like that that sort of genre, only very crisp and very realistic. There's but no- I always thought that those movies hold up, which is ridiculous. And by hold up, I mean yes, I'm a big fan and blah blah. blah but the sci-fi holds up. Like if that movie came out today. People wouldn't necessarily be like, can I, oh my can god, I, this is so fucking stupid. Can I, can I, can I just point something out? Yeah. The final trench run of Death Star 1 and New Hope, the Hoth battle at the beginning of Empire, and the final return of the Jedi battle are all more epic than anything else other than Rogue One space battle. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying we, we have new saga movies with bil- you know, billion dollar budgets, TIE fighters, actors, the best directors, the, be- the original cast... And the best fight in this it was a great one, which is on Mas Kanana's planet when the resistance comes in. Wow. This is some great special effects. So this, this coming scene reminds me a lot about the, uh, the droids wandering in the desert. Uh, yeah. You know, just like well, never-ending well. desert. Well, BB-8 obviously wandering the desert, not so subtle repetition of R2, just without C-3PO bitching constantly over and over again at his side. It's the same exact thing. So maybe we should begin the discussion here of whether we think this is too close to the original, and if it does, does it bother us? I will give my answer. It does smell too close to the original at points strongly, but it bothers me less and less over time. And in fact, a lot of it I like, or at least just don't care about, because I love the characters and new worlds and... And, and, and you know the writing and everything but i remember first seeing this that was the criticism coming out um and the metacritic rating dude of her fans is significantly lower for this movie than rogue one even though the critic scores are higher across the board interesting i guess not that mary surprising. mary fucker kill r2d2 bb8 or chopper no, no i'm not gonna answer that come on mary fucker kill. Not, i don't fuck you know what they mean Meaning, like you know, like you're not going to make a long term relationship. It, they don't, it's not literal. It's well, BB-8 marry, and okay. others. I don't. I, could, I don't know. I don't trust any of the others. <laughs> so no, Kale would. Oh, you don't like R2D2? No. Well, I'd, we'd have to have a three way marriage because I love both of them so much. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's. Well, fuck so, means like Jimmy, your girlfriend. Focus. All right. 
let's talk about one's your Snoke. wife one's your girlfriend honestly one of the things that is most underappreciated about this movie and especially the last jedi that i think i love about the last jedi is these two's developing relationship hux when he's giving his big nazi speech you're like okay he's just the big nazi but these interactions where they're jostling over who's in charge it's very reminiscent of vader in new hope right by the time vader gets to empire strikes back everyone in new hope like tarkin who was the head of vader died in the death star so vader was the undisputed leader plus it's a few years later and if you read the comics you see how vader rises but it, dude up until the end of the last jedi when he th- throws snoke across the room it's any i mean i'm sorry throws uh kills snoke and then throws hucks across the room with his force powers now kylo is the undisputed leader but until then they have a great back and forth that's somewhat comedic scary right i I don't know and those are just two great actors wouldn't that kill you drinking that water (laughs) i like how she totally handles herself here Wait, and where I feel like I've seen this before. To, like, get into this. I feel like I've seen this before. Leia with the blaster, Jin with the baton on Jeddah. Yeah, or uh, you need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need this. You need this in today's world. Hopefully, Sumi, our children will live in a world where you don't need this in every movie with the female lead. But for now, we need it, and it's great. I love this, and then it dawns on him. See, this is the will of the Force. Them finding each other like this. So I actually. Oh, this upcoming scene of them running in the desert uh, as the attack ensues, Rain and I put together a pretty solid puzzle of it, and it was a lot of fun. Just, just letting you oh, know. Oh, like a puzzle, so puzzle. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a one thousand piece puzzle of like uh, Ray, BB-8, and uh, Finn running oh. from the attacking. God, she is such a fucking boss. She's just a fucking boss, and then you see her in episode eight, like put on ten pounds, ten pounds of muscle, and you're like, I'm scared shitless of her in Last Jedi. Don't tangle with her. How tall is she? I don't know. She's short. Not as short as Felicity. She's definitely taller than Felicity. Does she? Huh. This is so sad. Do you ever feel like you understand BB-8? Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like the younger you are, the children understand the droids and the Wookiees innately. That's why they love them. Yeah, I always love how everybody like how they under how like you understand Wookiee, but you say it in English because you know he understands English. Well, like we, even though we, but, uh, we learned Han speaks Wookiee, though. So my my brother in law has been reading like a kid Star Wars book where they combine like the original six episodes, like lessons from Star Wars. Oh my god, look at that face! I'm sorry, she's so cute. Oh my god, I mean you know I'm in love with Felicity, but those those that look, the smile that she gives him and and Han later just melts my heart. She's such a sweetie. I love I love this. Luke's, she's like Luke's such a fan. She, she's oh my a fan. god! I, I don't know if you ever listened to the pod, but my uh, I, we haven't done one in months. I don't know because she's starting her own company. Brick girl from Australia sounds exactly like Daisy Ridley, and I ha- she's not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I'll have her do like Daisy Ridley lines. It's it's uncanny. She'll be like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Let go of me. <laughs> she always that reminds me again of like when when Luke. Uh, He's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Like that whole scene. By the way, great filmmaking. The staff, 
perfect for defending herself in this situation, but also has gives her enough experience to handle a lightsaber against an injured Kylo Ren at the end of the movie. Very subtle. Right, that you can't... So she's, she's actually... Uh, it's believable that she has some sword skills, you know, yeah. at some level, well, you know. And also, well, yeah, but also sets up Chirrut. Chirrut doesn't need lightsaber. I mean, he just he just uses a staff. I guess he got the bow staff, the light bow. Right. But Very you know what I mean? Like, like she doesn't actually need a lightsaber except to fight Kylo. Everyone else she can beat up <laughs> with other means. <laughs> Here we go. This is great. Here we go. You okay? He's just getting his <laughs> ass kicked. Yeah. Are, are you okay? Uh, this is it. Boom. She grabs yeah. his hand. Explosions everywhere. This is this is the picture. This this is right oh, nice. coming up. Uh, this is my puzzle. Hold on. It's coming up. It's coming up. Right. Yeah, this one. This is it. That's it. That's it. That's the picture. The quad jumpers are great. It said they blow up the quad jumper. It's a great model ship. That one's garbage. I love it. <laughs> garbage we'll take the do. garbage. Garbage will garbage do. Will do. <laughs> garbage will do. Garbage will do. Oh, man. I got chills in the theater oh. when you see the Falcon. Because you know this, like, Han is coming at some on. point. And so you know it's getting closer, right, with this. It's like seeing your home. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this was the, in all my fantasies of, uh, uh, of star wars as a kid like the millennium falcon was like you know that's home base you know that's where that's where you're gonna plan everything that's where like it's all gonna go down I mean, before you attack the evil empire honestly people think i'm crazy simmy but the it, trailer chewy we're home with han solo sold probably 500 million dollars of tickets that's the difference between rogue one and last jedi which is a billion to a billion and a half and the two billion that this movie made is is harrison ford I, you could not pay him enough money and it shows with last jedi you know what you lose w- w- without harrison ford but also the sense of humor which is coming up which you and i are going to lose it on i love simon Pegg. you should see uh speaking of simon Pegg, you should see ready player one please no Yes. I have no... I just, I know. Whatever. Well, here we go. Oh, here we go, baby! Woo! Follow the camera, upside-down shot. This is exactly how they go into the Death Star and the, and the Return of the Jedi. They, they do, like, a 270 spin. Oh, that was... that To me, that was when they do it into the cave. You know, that up and then spin. Oh, same kind of thing. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah, thing. Same it, no, yeah, you have yeah, to do that move. because of all your speed... Because, People don't understand the Falcon is not maneuverable at whatsoever, but it is super fast. And so, to in order to pull that off, the Xyz is how you would have to turn on a dime. I love how you're you're like people don't understand, like as if you've like flown it before. Well, did you, <laughs> if you see if you see like real like uh, stunt race car drivers, like have you seen the movie Baby Driver or like yeah, the, they, what they do is they they go to full speed and then they slam the clutch. To, to come to a full stop so they can turn is the only way to do it. Right. That's what she did, basically. She slammed the clutch. Well, she's not a bad pilot because she is a Jedi. Wow. That's pretty cool. She's... Right, John Boyega got trained up already with Poe. I mean, you have to believe did- that these guys are just fast learners, and when your life is at stake, you just... And you know, I, honestly, Simi, the whole Mary Sue thing with with Ray, I never bothered to care about. I told she's a Jedi, and I, I totally made sense that she'd be able to do all this stuff. 
That and oh, I like how like he's not he can actually roll with that. Uh, oh, here we go. This is great. Oh, the best one. Yeah. They're waiting for the chips to crash to scavenge. Great world building. How do they? How can they say that this is bad fight scenes and and with the, the oh because they wanted like new ships. I mean, why would you make the new ships? The fact chef? that there are oh, more new on. ships in Rogue One, which takes place in the era we know, than 30 years later is ridiculous. It just doesn't make sense. All right. And it's lazy. All right. Why not tie Defenders, which we see in Rebels, which are brilliant? All right. All right. I just think it's a pretty cool scene. I don't scene. care. I don't That's care about I'm the saying. ships. I care about the final Starkiller base is my main complaint is they can't do a giant ball of death ever again. We've seen Death Star in like seven movies. If you count Revenge of the Sith and uh, uh, Rogue One, Starkiller base, they can't do a giant ball of death ever again. Oh, baby. Right. Woo! That's why I kind of liked Solo because it was a totally different mission. You know, it was like a totally different criminal. I was going to say, as much as I love this falcon stuff the falcon stuff during the kessel run is just spectacular that was pretty awesome what she just did though but you got to flipped it over Dude, disney acquired this three years before this movie came out do you know how hard that oh is to God. turn around a, a two billion dollar movie oh this is great <laughs> so simmy when i first so saw Hold on. When I first saw this and I did my first commentary, I was like, these guys are getting it up together. On further watchings of this and Last Jedi, I think and hope they're just going to be friends. And clearly, that's why they brought in Kelly Marie Tran. And I have a very strong idea of who Ray is going to end up with. Uh, but I don't know if <laughs> you want me to ruin it or say it. <laughs> well, this is so I mean, sweet. if it's already out there. Hold on. Finn, what's yours? I'm Ray. Oh, God. I'm Ray. I'm waiting for my family. <laughs> She's, she almost sounds like she's putting out an English accent, even though she's English. It's great. This is also another like kind of great, hilarious scene. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, where she's pointing. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is it. So I talk about this was the first major moment where I'm, I'm like, okay, this is going to be maybe uh, all time great. A, there is so much great comic relief in this, and they didn't have to do it with a stupid water monkey. The droid. You know, like, Wait, hold on. The droid stole a freighter? Not exactly sure. The droid stole a freighter. Here we go. It had help. Uh, he knows he screwed up. He should have killed the Finn. That's what's great. He's I love. I love He goes, is there anything else? Anything else? Like, he throws his fucking temper tantrum. <laughs> Whoa, oh boy. He's like, what Vader do you do mean? That. Never saw the other fair do that. You saw him do the <laughs> choke, though. What? Look at her. The Why is he scared of the girl? Has he seen her in her visions or the, something? This, this is something to talk about. Him and Snoke have both sensed the awakening. They're going to say so in a bit. And, and the question is, why? And people still are holding on hope that they're related, and that's why. But I think she's just that strong in the Force, and you can feel the virgins. Like, virgins are in people as well as places. Somebody shot it down initially, but my initial idea 
when they for when she meets Solo coming up here, they do the yeah. we must be related thing when they start finishing each other's sentences and the way they the way she like feels the Falcon. So my initial reaction yeah. long before we did these was that she was Solo's kid with some fling. Actually, I think we might have talked about that. Oh man, oh maybe the best gag in the history of film. The lighter, thumbs up. Yeah, but Simi, remember they're still in the same solar system right this now. One. So he can sense her. She's not that far from him. Kylo, I love how he's BB-8 like shows him. I, I, I've talked to some female uh, Star Wars fans who love the, that moment because it, you know, the no, 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 because, you know, women get frustrated with men just like vice versa, but it's done in a really not naggy way, you know? It's like she never comes off as naggy. And that, again, I hate to say it was the part of the problem with the writing for Rose Tico, was it was a little in naggy, self righteous territory. Not the actress's fault. <laughs> I mean, I've already laughed more than the entire Last Jedi, honestly. No, they have some great, like, give and take and, this like, makes no sense. moments. This makes no sense that Han Solo would have no money in this giant fucking freighter that must be worth a bazillion credits. Well, so, he's probably, he's probably, like, it's on consignment. Uh, like, it's not his, so you know? The last five minutes, or ten minutes, and the next twenty minutes initially was my least favorite part because it was like okay they're having an adventure on a freighter let's get han solo <laughs> but that was one of my, how, that was one of my favorite parts because of all the comedy and, and hijinks it's great i also love how they show how heavy bb8 really is i can't get my because you're like how heavy is he yeah he knows yeah. all about it so. he can get smashed by bb8 again in last jedi i think right yeah he tries like Good to see you. This is it, though. This is it. This moment, worth $500 million at the box office. The trailers. Right here. Chewy. Yeah. We're home. And one other moment, which is when he tells them about the force, it's true, all of it. Those That that in this is what got people into the theaters. Uh, Simi, let me just give my one thesis, and, and I'll get off my high horse. This movie is about Han and Ray. I love Finn. I love Poe. I love Leia. I love Chewie. Without the relationship of Han and Rey, this movie isn't a $2 billion movie that America loves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chewie just keeps getting better in each new movie. The junkyard. Here we go. This is great, though, because she worships the resistance, but then she's impressed because he's the famous smuggler. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. And tell him the Han Solo. All right, this line is amazing. The Han Solo, the pirate. I love this. I was I used to be God? He's so Han Solo, good. the rebel general. No, the smuggler. He did the Kessa. And a half. Twelve. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. He's probably forgot. That's what's great. You know, you think that he's convinced himself that it's 12 at this point in his life. Look at him. <laughs> well, it's like I kicked the field goal from 70 yards away. It was okay. 40. So <laughs> one of the criticisms is the way they dress Carrie Fisher coming up and sort of schlumpy. Mil- well, she military gained a lot clothes. of weight. So they, they tried no, to like they, her- she lost 40 pounds for this. And then she lost more weight well, for less. She gained a lot of weight from when she was. Oh, and yes. the- 
Right. So I'm not trying to be critical, but Hollywood it, is It's very called critical. menopause. And guess what? Luke Skywalker has also gained a ton of weight, but people don't talk about it. And it's easier to hide. Yeah, but he can man. hide it under his tunic. It's much easier. Here it is. He's great. Flawless American accent from Finn, who's a a Londoner of African descent. There was a thing where he was, uh, he was like going to watch the movies like by himself, like at different theaters. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) I find that hilarious. So Paul P. Thug Herman, who's been on my show, who's a very well-known podcaster, does Star Wars, does Marvel, uh, big Twitter following, knows people that work at, at, at Lucasfilm and so forth. He says the first half of Force Awakens might be his favorite first half of any Star Wars movie ever, but he has lots of problems with the second half. Um, I don't see it that way, and, and I haven't talked to him enough to, to know where he... I think he cuts it off at Maz's Palace, where, you know, the one problematic thing is when Ray runs into the woods crying doesn't really fit with her character. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the difference is they nailed the nostalgia from now until... And it, and it culminates with what I consider great chemistry between Harrison Ford and Gary Fisher still. It doesn't matter what they look like or how old they are. They've got great chemistry, in my opinion. But then it gets with the Star Killer base and that you blow it up. Oh, here we go. Wait. The- <laughs> so he doesn't have a... He doesn't have an Academy Award, does he? Harrison Ford. <laughs> right? Oh. I'm solo. You're the dead man. Politique. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thick Scottish accents. You cannot beat it. Kanji Club. They know this whole new universe. I love it. Kanji Club. Good to see you. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is great. They look like Klingons. This is great. They look, yeah. They look like Klingons. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> Wrong again, Solo. <laughs> this is the best it's human like writing. It's like some form in, of Asian. <laughs> all, all the Solo stuff and the, these two guys is the best, sol- is best human writing in any Star Wars movie. I, I, I don't know what's close. I mean, him and Leia yes. in Empire is amazing, but this... <laughs> Even Chewie's like Chewie's like yeah 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 Which is interesting Is he saying Solo swindled everyone Or the First Order And everything is such shit That there's no one Like no one is Worth swindling it- So the, the biggest That's problem great. is the politics make no sense in, in the world right now. Even if you read Bloodline, even if you pay close attention to this movie, even if you watch Last Jedi, the politics make no sense. How the First Order goes from a fringe... I mean, it would it's essentially as if Al-Qaeda, like, tomorrow became, like, the Mongol Empire, but worldwide. Like, instantaneously. is like what First Order is. It makes no sense. No, I think they. The, they I can think do in the Sky- bloodlines. No, they uh, get into it. The, I'm telling you, man. In the Poe Dameron comics, which are the comics that go come right before, yes, they've been arming for a few years, but they're nowhere near as well armed, or they're way more well armed than they should. Okay, 
You ask me about Borgullet, you tell me about these guys. What do you think about these guys? These guys are pretty cool. Oh, my God. He's like, there's one. I love that. And this is all force shit that's about to happen, especially oh, yeah. with, like, Ray and... That, uh, that was a totally Indiana Jay. Jones moment where he hits yeah. the guy. I mean, that's great. Hey, you have Kazden writing. As long as you have Kazden writing for solo, and any of the solos, it's fantastic. What the fuck are those things? Oh, they're selling them. Rath cars, yeah. Probably to a zoo or like just rich people who love that shit. I don't know. What do they look like? That. I mean, look, this is something that looks fine on the small screen. If I was watching on the big screen on 4K, it would probably look a little CGI, but who cares? I actually have 4K. The thing is, J.J. Abrams does the thing I'm always talking about with the best science fiction directors, which is not to linger too long on things that might look fake if you linger too long on them. Stick with the action, dynamic camera, follow the faces, follow the... Look at this. Okay, so this is actually a foreshadowing of Maz, of her being lost in Maz's basement for a brief second, I think. No one else agrees with me. But the way they shoot around and her not knowing what's going on reminds... We'll have to look when she's in, in Maz's basement later, having the vision. Oh, no. No, no, I agree. This is like a force moment. Totally. She, she like, how else does she figure this out? And then like, I love how he's like, and then the door just shut. Oh, really? And she takes zero credit for it, which is so cool. Which, by the way, you know, JJ was, was criticized at the time for ignoring the prequels and making offhand comments about the prequels. And they're going to go back to the original trilogy, blah, blah, blah. He didn't handle it super diplomatically. I think he's going to learn his lesson. But, dude, we see stuff like this for the Soka and Anakin Clone Wars all the time. It's not just about lightsabers being a Jedi, right? It's, it's having that right. sixth sense of when to close the door, when to jump, when to leap, right? <clears throat> No, that's what I, I I think it's more that. Uh, and actually, in, in A New Dawn, which I was talking about, they really get into that more. Um, like about what what they're ultimately uh, doing and, and how they tactically like uh, look at each situation and break it down with um, certain techniques. Like it's just a different way of thinking and looking at things. Um, like how tactical they are. So this is a job interview for Ray that she doesn't realize is happening, which is great. <laughs> I love that. I mean, to say that Carrie Fisher and Luke uh, and Mark Hamill over deliver lines and not and not Harrison Ford, it's part of Star Wars. You got to do it. Oh, man, that oh looks my great. God, that thing is on the, the, the fucking ship. That's not Oh, cool. my God. We've seen Stormtroopers shoot the Falcon. That's not going to... The compressor. I bypassed the compressor. <laughs> I bypassed the compressor. I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to do, if I'm... Uh, Balatik, you fucking sellout piece of shit. Um, assuming if I have time before I release this, I'm going to get the like five to seven Ray-isms like, Luke Skywalker? I bypassed the compressor and <laughs> mash it up with some music for this. End of the the uh, accents are great, dude. You know, we were talking about her British accent and his Scottish accent. Like, it's just great. Okay. The way they this is the first time we see Snoke. And this AKA is AKA Giant awesome. Gollum. <laughs> he looks like Giant Gollum and it's Andy Serkis. <laughs> My precious. <laughs> Thieves. We, Thieves. They stole oh it from us. We still didn't, like, I do think, like, his death is a little bit ill-timed in, in uh, Last Jedi. 
It's just like that's you're the just one thing I don't blame a, Ryan Johnson for, though, because I think they had to backtrack on Snoke. He was half baked, and they were like, you know what, this is better as a Ray Kylo character moment. Let's just get rid of him. It, they they could have done more, but that's one thing I'm not going to criticize them about for Last Jedi. I mean, I do love how they kill him. That's always pr- that's no. But I want cool. to point out that I I'm not sure about uh oh right. It, again, it's not clear who's in charge. It's like Tarkin and Vader in, in New Hope. I don't know. I don't think I ever felt that Tarkin was in charge. He is in charge. Like he Tarkin, tells Lord Vader to stop choking. He's I in charge know, of the Death Star. Vader's in a him, ship though. at the There's end. There's a respect thing. There's like, but like he likes Tarkin because Tarkin does. They're they're on a, they're the same page. They're not in competition. You know? Do you, did you feel that Tarkin and Vader are are like do you know what you a know, military fighting? asset is a military an asset when they refer to yeah that's what i mean that's okay. what i'm saying Kylo, i think that's how he views tarkin tarkin no, 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 views the other one as a no, threat no no no, uh, no an asset is like an assassin or a black ops person um they use the word bringing the asset it's like a single person sniper like in the boring movies that you know they're constantly bringing assets from, oh, oh i thought to, okay, so, sure. so kylo is snoke's chosen but for smart reasons, the bureaucratic and military is in not Kylo's hands because he's dealing with Luke and Ray and the Force stuff. It, I mean, Kylo doesn't fight it. He doesn't even fight uh, Hux except when Hux directly goes against him. I need help with this giant hairy thing. <laughs> Do we miss a line where he goes, he almost killed me five times? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. How many? How many last fine. Jedi complaints can I get? Three. I mean, I think you've already. If it's three, you've already like wore it out. <laughs> I bypassed the compressor. Okay, that's going in the line. What what time signature is that? I like the way he looks minutes. at her. Huh. huh. So this whole thing, the way he looks at her, the way Carrie Fisher looks at her and is hugging her, and everything is meant to that throw us off get. the tra- tra- path. And I, the w- thing I did love about Last Jedi was that she was a nobody. I always wanted her to be a nobody. Oh, I love that part. Oh, I love this part. That's great. The old ship, you know, like the, they're really getting into it. I like how they bring up that game. Oh, like, here he goes. On- Wait, here comes some really subtle shit. Yeah, he knows immediately he's full of shit. It, it, right. I mean, he hasn't even seen Leia for a few years, but he, he can recognize a resistance fighter from a non-resistance fighter. Right. Well, he just recognizes bullshit when he sees it. So, yeah. So, again, from Ray the Scavenger to Ray and Finn to the stuff we just saw to this, the Force, it's true, all of it, to Maz, to her getting the lightsaber is as good as Star Wars gets. I love that part. All of it. Yeah. I love Maz. Maz is great. Her whole character. I wish there was more Maz. They do that in the... um, Forces destiny or whatever. Just walked away. Okay, so my complaint about Last Jedi. I hated what they did with Finn. It was not enough Finn. He was dumb Finn. He was like, regressing Finn. He was always wrong. She was always right. It has nothing to do with male, female. And these and these characters, as flawed as they are, you have to be right sometimes and wrong sometimes. <clears throat> right sometimes, as flawed as you are and wrong sometimes, as perfect seeming as you are sometimes. Even Ray's wrong, right? And Rose is never wrong. Finn's never right. And we don't get, the, but the most important thing is we don't get the Finn humor and emotion that we get right. in this movie. And Poe, too. Poe is just a whiny dick in Last Jedi. Oh, look at that. That's yeah. a shot. That's a shot. So, 
It's all true. Okay, so so mm-hmm. this shot, those like four back and forth shots, and the Chewie were home. That sold the movie. That sold the movie. That had people buy advance tickets. Broke Fandango for the first time ever. People saw it many times because of this stuff. And all these these <laughs> three. And by the way, when I say Han, I'm always including including Chewie people. So don't don't get on me. I love Chewie, but he's Han and Chewie are a package deal. Yeah, seriously. Look at her. I've never seen everything so green. So, oh my God, look how sad. She has literally no acting experience coming into this. For real? um, Yeah, none. Are you serious? To be fair, neither did Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher had one year of acting school. How did they find her? Carrie Fisher didn't even graduate. Carrie Fisher or, or Ray? Ray. They interviewed like a thousand girls. Really? Oh my God. Look at this. This is when my solo. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Fisher was studying theater in England when they cast, which helped her get the job. Okay, Mr. Big Deal. <laughs> Listen, Big Deal. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Always. Hmm. Simi, who do you think Han's talking about there? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be nice to you. Uh, I know. That's why I'm giving it to you. <laughs> okay. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You pulled the trigger. Watch this. This two minutes of the way she looks at him, she's not acting. This is why she could do this. She's just responding to. Look at her. She just responded to Harrison Ford. Look at her. That's that's you can't teach that. God, she's she's so the whole thing is she was starstruck. She's it was easy probably for her to do this yeah. because like she's supposed to be starstruck and she is starstruck. You know what I mean? Like she's starstruck by Solo, but she's also starstruck by Harrison Ford in real life. So it's like yeah, it's easy. Like she's not acting; she's just being and just doing her lines. She's good though. Yeah, and she starts talking about Carrie Fisher when they have that unbelievably emotional hug right before she goes to Luke, and then she starts talking by Luke, obviously, in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I'd like to restate, they did Daisy Ridley and Felicity Jones humongo favors by not having them be princesses, queens, royalty, and so forth. As much as I love Princess Leia and Amidala, it's so much easier to start from nothing and work your way up. As an actress. I love this. Look it's at like this to place. Be, oh, yeah, the giant boss. Okay, this, can you explain this to me? Um, solo. Wait. What? Mazuk bit of an acquired taste. Right, whatever you do, don't stare at what any of it any he makes it sounds like she's gonna be like this horrible monster but she's adorable i don't understand the writing there no 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 no. i think he means anything you see in here like the same way like obi-wan talks to luke about like try not to fuck with anyone he's like he he meant by any of it i don't think he needs mao i think he means all of this you know like it's it's like a fucking shit show in there Muzz looks better to me each time i watch it. it it was a little arresting at first but i love it now it's so appealing Oh, I always loved her. It's not that I didn't love she's, it. I she's just like the it's oracle. It's more convincing. She, to me, she's an oracle. Oh, I love that. 
So those glasses to me, they remind me of an old lady with those like uh, oh, chain guy. things on their glasses. You know, like can I can I say something? That's awesome too. She, she's not a Jedi, but she's older than Yoda and she's wiser than Yoda. She's a thousand years old. Yoda's eight hundred, and she's much wiser than Yoda. You think the way Chirrut is, in my opinion, wiser than Yoda. Where's my boyfriend? I like that Wookiee. <laughs> oh, do we miss? Oh, I love that. Uh, Leah, I love the sexy girl. It's the first order, and this beat up droid is the resistance. It's great. By the way, the missing N- Natal, droid is here. This woman here, Natal, great Delilah uh, Dawson short story online. You can get for a couple bucks on the audiobook. It's like two hours of how she got into crime and how she, I think, it follows her after this as well. Um, it's just a mm. really cool short story. Okay, this is it. Sammy, just, can, I, can, can you just give me two minutes? Give me two minutes. Mm-hmm. Shoot. The first was, And then maybe we should... Well, hold, on, uh, hold on. Intermission, by the way. You, yeah. Really, you're going to say that during this scene? Um, the first was the force choke, because it was funny and scary at the same time. But that he's sitting here, and what he's doing with his head, he could say anything. You know what he's t- talking to. We saw, we saw this in the trailer partially, but because of Adam Driver's unbelievably physical performance, and this taps into the mythology, this taps into the religion of the Sith, this taps into his insecurities, and dude, this taps into the fact that he doesn't understand the him and Vader opposites. Vader was trying to be good and kept being called to the dark, Anakin. Kylo is trying to be bad and keeps being called, and gets to, the light. called to the light. Yeah, yeah. One of many brilliant yeah. touches, which they did explore almost, again, this is not a criticism of Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson, a little too so, like soft touch on that. You know, I wonder where Kylo got that. Like, did he <laughs> buy it from either. the Wookiees? I love it. Go home. Yeah, she, Go we, home. That's great. Get Lupita a little African dialect in there. Work it in. Mm-hmm. I love it. What fight? What is that? What fight? Right. This is what connects. Yeah. This is this is a great explanation of of what's yeah. been going on. You this know? is why I think the first order is going to be disposed of pretty early on in the final movie, Simi, and it's going to be the Sith, Kylo, the Knights of Ren versus Rey. It's going to be giant uh, Jedi stuff. The first order. It's too old. It's just like the Empire. We've had enough, and she knows the real fight is against. Right. He's talking about those real fights against the first order. It's the dark side. But it's it, the dark it's side. way bigger. What, what did Lord Santeca say from the beginning to Kylo? He says, the First Order arose from the dark side. You did not. Uh, <laughs> I love this part. What are you doing? What's she doing? Solo. What's she doing? Solo. <laughs> he's, he's enjoying it. I love it. See the same people. I mean, this is a huge mm-hmm. shot to his ego, what, what ego he has. She does. She knows exactly who he is. Now she definitely knows. He just gave it away. Yeah. Solo knows. She knows. Ray's the only one that doesn't know. Hmm. Hmm. Shut up, Hmm. Mm-hmm. The fire fireman helmet.
So, question is, I'm totally with Ray. She's upset. She doesn't understand who's the girl. Right again, they keep ever they keep hinting strongly that she's someone. And the question is, does the combination of this mixed with the the tor- the uh, weird trauma of the lightsaber justify her running, crying into the woods like a fairy princess that she's clearly not? He's such a. Th- this is where it gets like, you know. And then who the fuck are you? You liar. That like, but you know what? He that, wants her to hate. He wants her to hate him, you know, to come down to him, and she doesn't. She, she forgives him already without forgiving him. Right. I love that, and that's the will of the force, and that's what's so fucking cool about this adventure. That like, yeah. they found each other, and that BB-8 found him after he found Poe, and you know, the will of the force made him like became an ally within him that links them all together 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 Here's a question i said that weird. before i give yeah. my theory did yeah. you did you think at this point in the theater and you know re- early rewatches that the were romantic they're building a romance these two and what do you think now has it changed no i think now it's very brother sister yeah, i think so um they wouldn't have introduced it, rose to you know i mean as a clear move to make it yeah. Right. And, and I also think they made him not the interest because they wanted to do that, make it more real with Kylo and uh, Last Jedi with that connection that it could be, mm-hmm. you know, t- not that it could be sexual or whatever, but that like there was nothing in the way for it not being sexual. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, listening back, my theory that they would end up together was mostly like just it being Hollywood and how Hollywood right. works rather right. than their actual physical chemistry. But she has, well, amazing- but I think, I think yeah. the mysticism of, and the mystique of like, what the fuck is going on with this mm-hmm. connection and like just leaving it open that it's sexual, that she's not in another relationship. You know what I mean? Like that she's not committed or that it's not clear that she's like, Oh Finn, I love you. As long, yeah. as, long as it's not that, then like her being in love with, Kylo is okay. an option. All right. I you want know, to get back to the romance. Level. Does she open that? Who opens that? So. Or is this a magic thing? Is this like only the worthy shall, it's like a Harry Potter, like only the worthy shall enter kind of thing? Um, I think the will, you know, it calls to you like what, what, what she said, what Mao says um, later on. So I think, uh, I think, yes, I think she kind of opened it without knowing it and by the way feel free to be bringing in potterisms man because magic is all over this stuff mm-hmm. so this is the, well, the fact is like what the fuck she's just wandering around some yeah. fucking mess hall yeah. some cantina so and she finds a lightsaber so it's, it's actually Wars- funny it's actually very video game ish you know and this is just incredible like this is this is an absolute uh you know, the Death Star. vision. That's yeah. the Death Star. There's promo shots of Jin Urso on the Death Star, actually, in that same that when they were throwing people off early on. Oh man! So, dude, I think for sure Ryan Johnson or whoever dropped the ball with the Knights of Ren, we're going to see them as Kylo's lackeys in Dark Jedi against Rey and her trainees in, in Episode Nine. Okay, oh, so right this awesome. moment here either proves that Luke is or, is or her parentage or proves not. I always thought this proves not, 
Why would he leave her there with this horrible person? Now, this is the Disney stuff, right? This is the Beauty and the Beast in the woods, which is great. Boom. No, I think she was an orphan. I think she's a pregnancy from Han Solo that he didn't know about. She became an orphan from from some chick. And he... uh, and 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 then those junkers. She her parents were did sell her for drinking money. And I think that's actually what that scene is. So Simi- her parents sold her for drinking money. I don't think he's wrong, but th- those weren't her parents. Those were her orphan parents. That's what I think. Okay, I'm talking about magic. But if you listen to Maz here, it's clear she's saying Luke is not, or any of these people you've met are not your parentage. But there is still someone out there. Right, whomever you're waiting for in Jakku, they're not ever coming back, but there may be someone who can. So, logically, it can't be Luke that's her dad, based on what Maz is saying. Well, I don't think the people that left that's her on Jakku were her parents, and I don't think Luke is her father. I no, think no, Han is. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I, I'm, I know. Saying. What I'm saying is, I, I'm giving JJ credit, after all these rewatches and everything we've learned, of throwing I us off yeah, yeah. constantly until now. Because if you really listen to Maz saying, they're not coming back, but there might be someone who you could bond with, a.k.a. Luke, who's not your dad, it's very straightforward. Right. And Ryan did There's a great a- job with the mirrors and the snapping, which I love in Last Jedi. God, she's so cool. Isn't it just a shame that her and, and Jen can't fight together? I mean, you know, just it's just This is already such a long movie, but do you know what I kind of wish? It's not. It's uh, two hours and seven minutes. Ridiculous. It's the shortest okay, Star Wars. So then movie maybe ever. they should have done that. They should have stayed overnight and then she this happens in the middle of the night. There we go. You know, it all happens so quickly. Uh, like, she's running into the Mars. forest. She's right, crying. right. And she, and but, then, right. And then there's Kylo already there in the forest. But you know what makes this work for me? She's huh. not bawling and she runs like an Olympic runner because she's so athletic. She's not, I'm sorry, you know, she's not girly running. Sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be offensive. But she's not like, ah, you know, like a p- poor portrayal of women. Oh, here right. We here we go. She's not a. She's here we not go. Like an I love this. Mass. This is one of the great evil one-dimensional Nazi bad guy speeches of all time. Watch what happens on his face. This reminds me of Lord of the Rings a little bit when he comes out because they haven't shown who, and then you're oh. like, oh wow, great transition. To That's me. you know. So the thing you and I have not talked about enough that I've talked about with other contributors is that this is not science fiction; it's science fantasy. Right. Right. It's, it's totally spaceships, but it's laser swords and magic. Right. But more than that, yes, it has more in common with these guys are like the orcs and the Dark Lord and Tolkien, right? Totally. Look at the And what's great is this kid who's, you know, from the Gleason, Brandon Gleason's kid, uh, Donald Gleason, is unbelievably talented. She's the bad guy in Ant Man, that, that woman. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is so fucking crazy. Another, like, big the gun thing to is, blow up a planet. The, you know what n- numbs my... It just it's this is so cool visually and actually makes way more sense than the Death Star that it would be this powerful coming from an entire planet that I'm like, okay. But here's what God, doesn't make he sense. Here's what doesn't make sense. So they're about to blow up the Hosnian system, which is the seat of the Republic. How does a Five laser, right. a single burst of laser, then... burst apart directly across space in the exact way to blow up all the planets and the fleets from one laser blast it makes no sense and that they could see this on takodana also makes no sense 
the kyber crystals, you know. It's a lot of power. Look, look, out. but that looks like it's missiles. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Who cares? Well, oh, you're saying that it would be faster. So here's the J.J. Abrams Starfleet Academy shot. This looks just like Starfleet Academy. Oh, They're all about totally, to die. Totally. I'm beaming down to the planet, to the Earth's surface. You're what? That's suicide, Spock. Energize. There goes yeah, the yeah, fleets. Yeah, if you look that. closely, there's at least a couple dozen Battlestar-esque ships there. What do you, how many million beings were killed? I, I mean, billions. It's Hosnian Prime. It's more than Hosnian Coruscant. Prime. It's like the entire system around a planet like Coruscant. Oh, wait, wait. Hosnian Prime is on there, too, like where Solo grew up? And that's Corellia. Oh, sorry. Damn it. See, that's why I need you around. Yeah. In fact, as you do some play-by-play, I'm going to bust out my... Some some literature. So I want you to talk about this upcoming stuff with with Ray and Kylo because I've talked about ad nauseum. God, there's this. He's such a great. He's, again, like it, it's humanity. Like droids are humans. You know, they're they they're beings. It's sort of. I think it's wrong to be able to be delete their uh, their hard drives and and erase them. Like what they do with R two D two. He's like a a stepford wife r2d2 just gets getting passed oh, down and passed down apocalypse like, now baby that's yeah, a straight man. apocalypse now shot yeah. oh she's like she wouldn't take it just fucking take it though so finn takes a lightsaber he murders a guy in the chest without the guy even looking at him and then he gets his ass kicked with a guy that, without a lightsaber and then he's able to fight kylo ren at the end it makes no sense so i had i had this thing about finn being a jedi too maybe i think on that one of our clearly, first podcasts we well, talked about well yeah in the trailers the final shot of the final trailer is finn with the lightsaber they're clearly throwing us off i always thought it was ray but you know i thought maybe him too i mean but they do talk i mean at some level he wields the force you know, like the way, well, everybody at some level wields the force, you know, oh, this is just sad. This watering hole has been there for hundreds you know, of years. Though, she's probably seen it destroyed many times over a thousand years and rebuilt. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, safety. It's a nice shot with a handgun. That's yeah, far she away. She does more than Finn with a handgun and he's got a lightsaber. Well, he doesn't know how to use that, and she's a Jedi. So, Jedi, I mean, l- remember, Luke's good, starts off with blasters, and he's really good with them. Actually, re- Luke starts off with a sniper rifle. That's his first re- weapon. She's killed, what, three, four stormtroopers at this point? Yes. That was number three. I mean, Finn is so lovable, but if you think about what he actually does... In the two movies so far, is not much. How many charges does a blaster have? Is this is great infinite? shooting, by the way. Right here, no look shot. Boom. I mean, th- look, the fandom is split between the people who are like, oh, the no look shot's unrealistic, or he's never used Chewie's blaster before? That's so unrealistic. And us, who are just like, give us cool stuff. Right. You you want to see him use Chewie's blaster. And by it's the way, like, that... Che- but Chewie's blaster is also like, uh, the crossbow, like, is he does like some special things to it. <laughs> this is great. This is such some. Gr- he just shoots to the ground, I think. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ragdolls him. Oh man. Okay, so that's the one person he kills. This is it. This is the moment. I'm. How JJ loses know- me. 
JJ loses me here. This is like the comic book shit that's like not real. You know what I mean? Like the only thing I can think of is that he's the only thing I can think of is that if Finn knew what he was doing, he could go through that thing. But he's so overpowered, overmatched. But no, he's yeah. This is stupid. I'm sorry. It was just lightsaber stormtrooper giving him this this trouble, dude. I I hate to say it, but like with some of the ship stuff, like with this lightsaber stuff, JJ was a little fast and loose with the logic. Boom, and fans could smell it. Wait, did Finn? The Finn's no, no, kind of a pussy. No, that the lightsaber should break anything. Right here we go. I'm gonna go nuts. This is my favorite part of the movie, baby. You know I'm a rebel guy. I'm a resistance guy. Oh, I'm turning it up, dude. I cannot great. wait for this. This is amazing. This is the best of the seven and eight. The best fight we've yeah. seen. Rogue One is still the best throughout, but here we go. Yes, oh, it's man. the resistance. Oh, my girl Jessica Henwick. Yeah. Get him, yes. Dude, the Poe comics are great. You get to all about Black Squadron. It's fantastic. Oh, man. That's his squadron? The one shot with Poe coming up, he takes out 11 guys. I counted. It took me a while to get all count, but... Oh yeah, maybe. This is a little cheesy when he's like, "That's one good pilot." You know? No, that's that, that's Star Wars. That's excitement. That's what people wanted. We needed enthusiasm. Not, <laughs> I will not no, sit here while so my people suffer and die. Po. Oh, Padme, I love you. Oh, po. I love you, Anakin. We needed like human excitement again. I'm sorry, the prequels right. took the life out of it. And is there a little naturalism with John Boyega's character? Sure, but that's why they ca- that, that's why they cast him. And the fact that he has there a sense go. that it's Poe is great. Here we go. Two, three, four, five. five. Here comes six, seven, eight. <laughs> if you can count those guys. Nine, wow. ten, eleven. No, there's actually thirteen. Twelve. <laughs> Best. Best single shot on an X-Wing ever. Probably will never be topped. See, that was a little bit of the, the gay thing, but okay. Yeah, they're gay for each other. They, the way they have a connection with each you other. You and your close camp friends, and me and my close camp friends are gay for each other. All right. All right. I have to find that article. Maybe I read it wrong. It was a while ago. This is awesome. This reminds me of the cave uh, where Lucas uh, w- w- walking through. This is totally that scene. This is also Disney, though, making their mark. It's a Disney movie. Man, this is so cool. Oh god! It's like Bell running from I the did wolves. For a minute. So at this point, the fact that there's oh. like thirty minutes, more than what is there? There's fifty minutes left, I think. Forty-five. Just forty-five? Yeah. 50, okay. 50, so no, right. Oh, I would. Okay. But like, go. there's a good chunk of the movie left. Is my point, which is really cool, because uh, like they've covered a lot of base. And a lot of ground, and we've 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 kind of like mm-hmm. uh, established our heroes, and like feel comfortable <clears throat> that we know who they are. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she she becomes prisoner again. Oh yeah, baby. Or I mean, this is that's the biggest problem is the best fight scene is in the middle, which is like Hoth at the beginning of Empire. But you know what? I can't complain because it's so glorious. Oh, he's totally raping her. He's mind raping her. Oh, and he hasn't that's even done look. the full mind rape, which is coming up. Doesn't, later. doesn't she? That's a face like they're like. Imagine someone's grabbing your breast and you want them to stop. 
that's that face. They actually toned down the scene coming up where he's really mind raping her in the torture room. They actually toned it down. He touched her in the on the Sleep. cheek originally, and I believe they cut. They did like twenty million takes and went with the least creepy one, if you could believe it. That was the least creepy one. All right. So why is it? So Ray's love interest is going to be the opposite of Kylo Ren, someone without the Force, who's honorable, who's brave, who's skilled, who is good-looking and charismatic. I I, kind of like that scene. I was about to say I don't like that scene, but he was like, he wanted to scream his name, and he didn't. I love it. I love it. uh, Solo was about to be like, bad, like he does. But he knows he's too far away, and you just see him like, like, like the way older people like almost say things to themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, he like almost says it. I don't know. That's just like a touching, sad moment. That like, there we go. Like he's like, I failed. He's like, I failed as a father. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. I guess what I'm saying is, if Leia loves with Han and Ray is parallel to Leia who's the closest to Han of all the main male characters who Ray will end up with and again they do some great comedy you're right here not too you're not guessing it's some okay. really good comedy so this is the straight up Princess Leia theme one of the best three or four <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where was this in The Last Jedi honestly would five more jokes have killed them oh he's oh, so she's funny so great I think she looks vibrant. I don't care that she's overweight. It's, she looks great. It's her clothes. As soon as they put her new clothes, uh, uh, like a queen clothes in Last Jedi, she looks like hot. Right. Right. She complained about it. She complained specifically about her outfit, and she wanted jewelry, and then everyone wanted jewelry because Carrie Fisher had jewelry. It's, she's awesome. Right. They made her very uh, butch. Well, she's, she's a, Oh, you know what they should have uh, done? They should have not given her jewelry. They should have put something in her hair. Well, her hair is up. I guess it... And her daughter, by the but, way, who's involved in Last Jedi, has the buns. Her actual daughter. Oh, for real? Yeah, you know, you know Billy Lord, she's the blonde. She helps with evacuation at the very beginning of Last Jedi, and then she's like a rebel with Poe, and then... <laughs> that's her real daughter? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. She's adorable. I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, she's a legit actress, but they keep giving her bigger and bigger roles in the movie. She's big. She's like a, a main great. secondary actor, in, uh, or maybe main actor in the final one. <coughs> What's the release date for that? Christmas of next year. That's what I thought. Okay. This is the gay moment coming up. I love this whole scene, like how it, like they've all, like, they've totally made like a makeshift base and they're setting up the rebellion. Reminds me of like Hoth or you know. So any if of the you listen to my original commentary before the gay talk came, this is this is me. Finn, Poe, Finn, you're live, buddy. Oh my god. See what I mean? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Ready? Get ready. Get ready. No ship. No, no, no. no. Wait, here it comes. No, just with me. Here comes the line. You completed my mission. You complete me is what he's saying. He's like, you complete me. Uh, it's hilarious. Sure, they're gay. Why not? Thank you. Okay, since you See? keep missing my hints, Ray and Poe are going to end up together at the end of episode nine. 
Ray and Poe, yeah. you said? Oh, yeah. Poe's the perfect balance and, and vice versa. And the chemistry they have in the brief second they meet at the end of The Last Jedi where he's, he's po- like, I'm Ray. And he goes, I know who you are. Poe has a lot of redeeming on my end because like, they, he was so annoying in uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, I am enjoying the new cartoon. Well, good the thing the director good, who did much better job with Finn and Poe in this movie is now directing them in the final movie. And it's a problem. The problem is Ryan Johnson focused on the female characters, which I'm thrilled about, but the male characters got short shrift. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this scene. Who? She's someone. I don't know. So brave. They find these. It's like you know the the weird looking woman who's Leia's number two in Last Jedi. Like she's someone I have no idea who she is. Right. It would take me a minute to figure out who she is. Ugh, I can't remember. I will say, Leia's voice has changed. Luke's voice has changed. Anthony Dan Anthony Daniels as fucking C three PO sounds exactly the same as nineteen seventy seven. Brilliant. Princesses. <laughs> don't say the Death Star. I love, see, this is it. I love this stuff. That reminds, that reminds me of uh, Princess Bride when, when she's like, when, when uh, Billy Crystal is arguing with his wife. Marriage. Marriage. Lie. No, no, no. She's like, liar, liar, witch. <laughs> This makes no sense whatsoever. Who cares? Three droids having a conversation. Give it to me. Three droids having a conversation while one is like mm-hmm. uh, depressed, mm-hmm. basically, because his master left him. Right. So I was. Okay. Do you mind if I take over here for a sec? <clears throat> Shoot. Okay. I love. Th- you know, I love these two. Are you taking over? Yeah, just hold on. I want him back. Here's where she fucks up. Here's the thing, man. Since Bloodline, she's been fucking up. Carrie, I mean, Leia is flawed. That's what's so great about her character arc over the last five years. She's not wrong. Nope. She's wrong about you can still bring him back. She sends Han Solo to his death. No, I'm saying she she shouldn't have sent him away. Look at that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That face right there, still beautiful. God bless her. I lost her son forever. Okay, first of all, it was Snoke, right. They're right that they know it. Here's what I don't like. Yeah, she's like, she's like my, my son's me, perfect. Right, this is great writing. Me, you, we can still save him. She's right about here that the father is the one that could reach him, not Luke. Um, and, and what's cool, man, is in The Last Jedi, when, when they're having a telepathic Skype between Kylo and Rey, Mm-hmm. Ray says, "Why did you hate Han Solo so much?" And Kylo says, "I didn't," which gives pr- proof to the fact that he didn't really want to kill Solo. He felt like it was something he had to do to get him into the dark side. But he does hate I, Luke. He like he I for hate sure him. hates Luke. I hate him. Yeah, no, no Luke fucked up. Dude, that is why we we're going to see a bunch of good Jedi and bad Jedi, and then she's going to kill Kylo at the end of Episode Nine. It has to happen. Has so to this happen. okay? This is it. This, this ed- is this ending really wait, no, let me, fucking let, builds. I, I've tried not to Im- to copy my 2016 <laughs> commentary, but to me, in 2015, this and Jessica Jones are the two mainstream properties that deal with mind rape in a way that 
if you don't see this as mind rape, then there's something wrong with you, or you just have trouble reading subtext, <laughs> very obvious subtext. And the fact this that he does the it... the first time this happens. Well, dude, in the, I would argue the fact that he does the mind rape without the mask makes it creepier and weirder. I mean, it clearly does. I think he's um, not attractive. I'm just going to go out there and We know that. you think he's not attractive. The problem is most of the females out there do. So just... That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And I actually really, really liked him in Black Klansman. I thought he was amazing. Uh, I thought he was a tremendous actor. The bigger um, problem is because like they're attracted to him, they're confusing their attraction to Adam Driver with Kylo Ren, and they want him to be redeemed. And it's, it's even more problematic in some ways than redeeming Vader. Oh, and again, I just want to clarify. I think he's a great actor, and I think he's awesome at this role. I just don't think he's no, no, no. Like, attractive. Wait, okay. I, I, oh, I mean, here we go. Like, here we go. Here we go. Let me. So this is this is again like she, he's like he's like rubbing her vagina or something right now. I you know? totally feel like, like this is rape, but I people say don't use the word rape with this. I'm like, oh, how is this not rape? Also, where's his other hand? But like, do we know what else he's looking? No, seriously, at? where's his other hand? No, no forget about that. But, but honestly, same. Wait, just Sammy, just listen to me. He claim the only thing you can say is he's looking for a specific memory, so he's just causing her pain looking for the island. No, I think this is the same thing as rape. I think it's literally. The can same I thing finish as my fucking fuck. argument? But we don't know what else he's playing with in the brain. I'm supporting your argument. There's subtext, is what I'm saying. That's what makes these movies great. Is the subtext? Give it. In the me. way he says. Give it to you know me. I can take what I want. I can see Give it. Give it to me. Right. The fact that he gets so calm when he's mind raping people is makes it even more scary. I love this. Is he a big person? By the way, this stare off, people are very split on. I love it because you can only get away with it in Star Wars and their facial stuff is brilliant. I think it goes on for two minutes. It's great. Need it. Need it. I love this part. By the way, the second and third definitions of rape are an outrageous violation, an act or instance of robbing or despoiling or carrying away a person by force. So. Mm. In fact, the original usage of rape, it meant to despoil, to seize and take away by force, Mm. which is exactly what he's been doing both physically and mentally with her. So it's rape, people. Oh, <laughs> it's awesome. I love that. So the question is, so does she much. just learn who Vader is now because of their mind connection? Or does she know? She couldn't know who Vader is. No one knows who Vader. Look at his face. Look at this. Right <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Oh, he's. And this he's, was great. This was important to give Hux the upper hand leading into the next movie or, or an uh, upper hand. Yep. He's tall. They have him listed as six three. Who? Uh, Kylo. Oh yeah, he was a marine. He was an art. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's Is he a, Jewish? He's a serviceman. He's not Jewish. He was a serviceman. Yeah. I was just saying that because he played a Jew in uh, that movie. They say she's five seven. Huh. She looks smaller. So again, they both censor. But now Snoke seems to know nothing about her. 
And then Vader and Emperor have very mixed signals in the original trilogy about, do they know who Luke is? Does he exist? I mean, I don't know. Is that just a mystery of the Force we go with? Okay. How does she know to do this? Do you this think is she knows complaint. to do this? This is the complaint of the anti-female, you know, people, you know. That, like, if if you put Luke Skywalker here, people would be like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's Luke Skywalker. He's a Jedi. How does she know to do this? Because this is, like, uh, something I'll tell people you know about the I'm Jedi I'm going to tell you why. Because one minute ago when she says, you, you, you're afraid you'll never be Darth Vader, she, uh-huh. she doesn't know who Vader was. She went back into his brain, read his brain, and that was the first time she broke a psychic barrier. If she can break Kylo's psychic barrier, she can break these idiots' psychic barrier. And this is just, you have to go with, because again, it's reintroducing the original audience who hasn't seen Star Wars since the early 80s. So it has to be at some level that, like, she knows that Jedi were supposed to be able to do things like this. You know what I mean? To even know to ask or try. I mean, Ahsoka at 14 years old is slaying thousands of bad guys. Ray can figure this out. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm dropping my weapon. See, it, but my it doesn't. One of my favorite like, parts of the whole it's movie. Just like last shot, I could have had a few more gags like that. It doesn't take away from the seriousness because immediately we're back to Kylo being scary. He's going to be mad. He's going to destroy the shit of uh, the gag. Oh, and temper <laughs> tantrum number two. I don't know. No. You'd think he'd worry about hitting something and then like an airlock. This is so funny. That's the best. That's, best. that's when the best. All right. Comic relief. Can, can I ask you a movie. straight up question about the humor? Um, yeah. Before we move to the the final part of all this, um, which is, well, some the humor as you pointed out, and other people point out, are a little on the nose, a little too naturalistic, a little too much like the original, or not enough not like the original. But I would postulate that none of the humor detracts from the seriousness and the stakes of the situation, and that's one thing that Whedon and Abrams both do really well is making. F- funny stuff happened during the direst parts of the movie because that's what we need to stay sane and for them to stay sane that's what the that's what the that's not how the force works you know like in lesser hands 15 minutes from now you know when the world's about to end you go oh man that's a terrible line it's an amazing line (laughs) i love this it's like the same fucking thing it's like yeah so it's bigger yep I love how the like the immediate like uh, reaction to get everybody together, like the resistance is actually something these days, you know. By the way, the main cruiser that they're on um, in Last Jedi, uh, that lays on and dies and comes back, and then Holdo, you know, like the main cruiser is is called the um, the Radis. The ra- oh, like oh oh. The Radis. That's Radis, right? Wait right, a right. minute. Get- if we destabilize an oscillator and a giant ball of death, it will destabilize it? it, we destabilize it? I've seen this before. <laughs> the thing is, you need Harrison Ford. Ma- I like this guy, even though he's lying, by the way. He's completely lying about disabling the shields. He wants to go get Ray. And I guess this does fit with Finn's character in the second movie and him being really selfish um, when it comes to Ray. But you can understand why. He's been a slave since youth. Ray's the only person he's ever cared about. He doesn't have no deal with human emotions. I get it. Yes! I, mean, I love this This part. is the worst... They're really, like, getting it going. If you can... Like, they're really... 
See, that's they're just really buddy. like orchestrating. Okay, this reminds me of this reminds me of uh, actually of, of of Rogue One. You know when they're really getting their shit together. I, all the all the soup up things in the airplane hangar. That's a good shot of her. She doesn't look so so frumpy in that shot. That's a great shot. They should do more head on. Stop shots. dissing Carrie Fisher. I'm gonna cut you off. No, it's not her. It's like the way they chose to portray her. The vest makes her look more frumpy. Why can't you? She's literally been this? fighting fight after fight since she's been like 14 years old. She's. <laughs> I mean, no, she's great. I'm. He looks frumpy too. Who dressed her? He looks frumpy too. You still drive me crazy. I buy this chemistry a thousand percent. I don't know if they've talked at all in decades, but this I totally buy. It's beautiful. Aww. Beautiful. They do a good job. I, I'm sure I've said this on one of our other podcasts, but one of my favorite stories that someone told me about her is like, or told me that I read about her, uh, that someone was like, I only, I never really met Carrie Fisher, but I introduced myself to her at a comic con once and she, uh, blew glitter in my face oh, yeah. and told me she loved me. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome. Look at her. She saves herself. Oh, boom. Got it. Oh, that was such a cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, I buy this, but it's oh, sci fi. Sure. Do you know what this See, is? See, this is like the soup up to the end. Do you, you know, know what this, this is, is reminiscent like, of? Everybody, let's get our guns. Let's get our shit. Let's get strapped up and loaded. This is directly reminiscent of the rescue of New Caprica, where they jump the Galactica like 10 feet from the ground. I can't Star. believe they didn't. I thought Finn wasn't strapped in a second ago. Boom. Boom. Uh, that's a great shot for the... Uh, so for they, the right, so they get to the edge of the cliff, and they stop, and then at the end, before Ray and Kylo can finish, the ground splits open, like the end of Lord of the Rings. It's just... Uh, I, it's amazing. It's amazing how she I, becomes so amazing. <sighs> or not, she's always amazing. It's amazing yeah. how she becomes so like dominant. So no, it's, it's, it's tons of greatness, but I just want to echo that I agree with... My buddy Paul, the first half of this movie is flawless, and most of the flaws are in the second half. But I'm so invested in the characters, in the world, and everything at this point. Who cares? This is a great ending. You know what I mean? I mean, it's awful the oh, way the they do it. space battle's weak, but, but everything else is great. True. True, true. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Yeah, he's lying. I love him. Yeah, he's selfish. Yeah, Han is now the selfless one. We'll use the force. <laughs> it never gets old. Now you're cold. Oh, really? You're cold? I mean, that's the thing. You don't have time to dwell on any flaws because they're just line after great line. Oh, it's so well written. It really is. It's... Honestly, it's more well written than the other ones. I love the That's other right. ones, but like villain. <laughs> I know you're gonna talk all the shit you want. I love, the, I love the this newer movie. ones are more well read, re, well written. They're also better acted <laughs> side actors. Better actors in general. That was yeah, so overall, worthless. Yeah. I give Tim such a hard time. He's obsessed with her. She does nothing. I love Chewie. I'm trying. To- I love how like. <laughs> uh, 
I I just can't get on board with people who say, oh, Finn acts too much like a modern day whatever. I think there's some racism behind that, uh, but I also think there's reason. What's a modern day whatever? What, is that? what do you mean? What do they say? Like, he's very naturalistic. You know, he, he he's the most, like, like, the way he talks, like, one of us in the galaxy. He doesn't have the... The, the cheesy Leia Han lines or the English accent. You know what I mean? Like The funny thing is, is he is British. I know. I love his performance. I want to see more of it. That's funny. Yeah, he's really... I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they made him a little too, like... I don't know what the word is. I guess he is, you know, he's a lot of fun. Can I tease I something for episode nine that's like not a, a spoiler? Badass, you know, Kay. I wish he was a little bit more of a badass. Can I tease something for episode nine that's not a spoiler? Yeah, sure. I think it starts with Poe and Finn going to either jo- going to um, the huts to recruit the the hut. Like, like they all are going to get all the smugglers. That's like Lando's. They need all the smugglers and the thieves in the galaxy to help them fight the First Order. And I believe they, they're going to Tatooine or uh, we've seen them in the Desert Planet together. So there's a lot of speculation that... So we can get Poe and Finn together, which is great. Right. Right. And I want to see Poe fly, you know, like a wingman to Rey and try and defend her. I mean, from no, totally. Okay, so I really people. You're saying people don't like this. Uh, it looks great, but it's it's again a step down from Return of the Jedi, where you fly into the thing, and now they're just hovering on the surface. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, dude, taking down the shield gate at the end of Rogue One is more interesting than this. Right. Wait, here comes my girl. Here comes my girl. I'm in love with Jessica Henwick. She plays Colleen Wing in The Defender. She's in Game of Thrones. We haven't seen her yet. She's coming. Jess Pava is her name. Character name. She's in the comics as well. All right, let's line it up. That's great. Where are the Y wings with the bombs? Where are the Y wings with the bombs? Like this. You think it's weak too? Okay. Yeah. Woo, Jess. It's my girl. They better bring her back. I kind of want to see Black Squadron. They find a convenient way for Black Squadron to be not. Available during Last Jedi, so hopefully they come back during Episode Nine because they're like pose like elite a shirt that said Black Squadron on it. They're, they're pose elite, um, like five essentially. Like they're all elite fighters, but they're like they're like um, Rogue Squadron. Mm. Which, by the way, is one of the things people don't appreciate about Rogue One is that Rogue Squadron is named after Rogue One, and but the first ship is called Rogue Two in deference to Rogue One. Say it again. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say it again, this Blue Leader. This again. This again. See, I love that. People that's people go, uh I love this. I love Finn. I love how he points the gun at him. He hits him in the chest with a gun. I mean Finn in some ways has a high level of difficulty because it's scene. so clearly about Ray and Han. Mm-hmm. But because he's the one who comes to save her. <laughs> yeah. This is great that Chewie's the one that... T- Here it comes. Oh. What happened for you? He loves you. <laughs> what do you say? I'm tearing up. <laughs> he loves you. By the way, oh. first time Finn has ever been hugged in his life. Ever. Theoretically. 
That's interesting. So you can understand his devotion and wanting to get the hell out of that situation in the beginning of The Last Jedi. It's like, we're all dead people. I want to get Ray. I get to I get to hug Ray, right? Hmm. I don't like being a oh, zombie. Oh, yeah, baby. How, how old oh, is he? This looks amazing. Wait, wait, how old is Woo! he? Like 18, 19? I don't know. Well, like, I mean, soldiers are all like Just yes! Woo! You know? Come on! Oh, man. Too bad she doesn't have the white katana from Iron Fist, baby. Oh, look at that. I mean, this looks amazing. Oh. It's just the logistics. That's Craig Grumberg. He's in all of JJ's movies in Star Trek, the chubby guy. He's in Black Squadron as well in the comics. He's kind of this number two. God, I love my television. It's not like I spent that much money on it, but this is just incredible to watch this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have 4K. I'm pretty sure the... This, it's good you're not playing the PS3 guy. on that TV. It would look uh, a little janky. I do play the PS. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, God of War doesn't look that bad on it. I just put 100 hours into Witcher and now going back to Horizon, which I put 120 hours in before. Dude, God of War is amazing considering how old it is. Do you have the third they, one? That you have the third on... one. God of War 3, right? So I started. No, I started the collection. You know, which has God of War 3. Dude, God of War 3 is so one. good. I bought the remastered version for PlayStation 4. And there's a newer God, God of War, War which is totally right. different from the old God of Wars that I don't even really like. And I really love the th- oh, God of War 3. Kid, with the kid and yeah. the hunting and stuff. Boy, yeah. boy. I kind of like the idea of that because I love Kratos. Anyway, I'll play yeah, it at some point. Awesome. It took, look, I, I, it t- sometimes it takes me a year. The Witcher, Horizon, best two video games I've played on the console of all time. We'll get back to that. All right, here we go. Oh, really? Witcher and Horizon are the best games that I, ca- I have of yours? No, you don't have either of them because it's a PS4. <laughs> uh, what's, okay, we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk later. I need some recommendations. I'm really enjoying Kratos. There's going to be but... huge sales on the PS4 because the PS5 is being announced next year. Yeah, I'm not allowed to get that. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get a sneaky mine. This is an awesome scene. I love, by out. the way, that bombs are all just giant, like mini balls. Sorry, not giant. Mini balls of death, including with But Sabine. they've always been that. That was, That's from the... Uh, Sabine is the best explosive expert. But it's still from when uh, Leia has the uh, thermal detonator. You know, it's yeah. still just a ball. And I love that in Solo where he's like, you just went... With your with your mouth. Oh you just, God! You, and that's so awesome. So that's great. That's a rock. Mm. The thing is, Solo. Oh, she's wearing the jacket. She's wearing the jacket, dude. Solo's a movie that, that I would like to watch with friends. I, I I find it hard to watch Solo, but when I have a friend over, we watch it. We have a blast. Yeah, I I've been putting Solo on and actually in the background. Yeah, I put I like, in the background like, all the time. I like, uh, so there's a bar by us called Freddy's, and the guy always has movies playing and all sorts of different shit. Or at this other bar, they always have like old movies playing when there isn't sports on. So that with music, like no sound and subtitles is like great. You know, it's like just a great thing to have on, like when you just want to hang out and Mm -hmm. chat with somebody just to have like a great background because it's just a tremendous scenery, you know? So I've been doing solo. So this movie's just over two hours. Star Trek reboots just over two hours. Sorry, it was a quicker bend. This is so fucked up. How many other movies do you know? Can you name where someone kills their father? I mean, huh? 
No, <laughs> yeah. Look, name something in literature in I history. Can't, I can't. But I can't even can, think of. Can I just say one, one more time? Father. Can I just say one more time? Uh-huh. Ray and Kylo Ren, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, were more than critical necessary. They were absolutely necessary to reboot the Star Wars franchise on screen. Yeah. Let's be honest. The coolest the scenes all- in Last Jedi, in my opinion, involve those two. You know what's amazing? Like it, everybody could like it's such a. It looks like Anakin Skywalker here. there. It's so crazy. It's such a definitive death that like because like they're all there watching. He has all his back there. He has yeah. Chewie, he has Ray, he has Finn. They all have guns on. Your drive, son is gone. He's weak and foolish like his father. And they could do anything right now, but they're letting him handle it. And they and it's so surprising that like what happens. Oh, this is so sad. I have so much to say about the mythos about this i'm gonna save till our five ten minute outro because i want to watch this supreme leader is wise right snook is your senior power he'll crush you when he gets what he wants yeah so han and leia see clearly oh i love that that was great acting how he joined back a little bit it was so minuscule oh that's tremendous he doesn't hate his dad he's doing this because it's a test that snook's putting him up to that's the brilliance of this whole thing that's why he doesn't want to kill his mom either I actually think you're actually giving him a pass like some of the other people. I think he's truly evil. I'm not saying he's not truly evil. I'm saying hatred of his dad, like hatred of Luke Skywalker, is not the same level. Oh, okay. His dad might have been absentee and not great, and they shouldn't have sent him to Luke, but Luke he truly hates. This is a test. He's a disgusting person. He needs to murder his dad and then his mom to prove himself to Snoke and to himself. He's crying. He's he is an He's evil action person. He's an evil acting person, but he keeps being called to the light. I give him zero anything of. I mean, look, you know, humanity. I'm with you. I don't have time to for me, redemption. To me, I think. Yeah. To me, to be perfectly honest, I feel like he's just bullshitting him the whole time that's the, that like, I, don't I don't agree with. I think he's is actually okay. emotionally affected here. I think no. we can agree that he's irreconcilably evil and unredeemable. In both of our, do you think for one minute right here that he thinks that look at his face? Kill him. Look his face. Yeah, just watch. No, just watch. Look, I think he's an evil son of a bitch. There's not a crack of a grin. A a no, they're right there. See, this is it. This is it. Evil son of a bitch. I'm going to kill you. This whole time, I've been going to kill you. Yep, and they all know it. He's a dirty bastard. He's a dirty, dirty bastard. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Yeah, you're. You just are such a Han Solo lover. You can't have any objectivity. Dude, name another thing where someone kills their father. It's called the man. Freudian complex, man. It's been happening since the Greek ages. What Oedipus? But Oedipus like Oedipus complex. I'm sorry. Uh, Freud talks about the Oedipus complex. Oh, right. look at that. But he Aww. looks sad. Thing is, dude, people can be tragically evil and maniacally evil and he's a little bit of both is all i'm saying he goes between uh, tragically evil and man- look at let, yeah, let's i hate him so okay all right well i'm not a Raylo uh, shipper but i'm like 80 percent in your side but i'm 20 percent not on your side with kylo i think he's more complicated uh, i don't he doesn't kill his mom and then he's pissed when they mom gets killed yeah, just because he doesn't pull the trigger, all right, he basically all right, all right, does. All right, all right. 
It's his. You hate Kylo Ren. You don't think he's attractive, he's and you hate Kylo Ren. That's fine. He knows she's there. This is the best part, he, dude. Of the final thing is that they blow up the base on the inside. That's yeah. what makes it cool. I like and how they get a shot at him. Chewie got a shot at yeah. him. Yeah, the, the, the X wings can't too. touch it, but now they can touch it. Mm-mm. By the way, I love Kylo. That's the thing I love that Poe took a shot at Ren, and Ren like got him. Uh, I love Kylo's music. Get close, just like I but lo- like, but like. But Chewie gets him. <laughs> Chewie tags him. He's like, I'll tag that bitch. You fucking killing my boy? Right. I'll tag All right, you. I'm going to shut up because I'm you. talking over you. Go ahead. you. Go ahead. No, I, I just love Chewie. Like, Chewie's like, oh, okay. No, I want you. This isn't, this isn't sarcasm. I want you to do a play-by-play of this final scene. Of just I mean, your, your emotions and reactions about to, to happen. it. First of all, one of the cooler things is watching these these lightsabers chop tree, trees down because, like, you always knew it was the power. But then watching them both, we all three of them wield a saber is just pretty cool. Because again, we had the shitty fucking three, uh, one, two, and three, and we didn't know if there was going to be anything else after that. Again, there was the it's just um, us now. A long delay that was so and creepy. We thought that we we were going to be left with the six, you know, so. Oh, look at this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Dude, that line where he says it's just us. Oh, you bleeding. Why are you bleeding? Did Chewie get you? Did Chewie get you? Oh, oh, shit. You think you hot shit. Timmy, really? I don't know. Why Why would you throw your weapon <sighs> down, though? That's such an idiot thing to do. Oh, look at that classic Hollywood shot. All-time great yeah. shot. Yeah. Dude, Adam Driver's a genius. Honestly, everyone's favorite character is either Kylo or Rey <sighs> in the new series. It's, it's indisputable. Belongs to me. Oh, yeah. Come get it, baby. Woo! I'm turning my volume way up. Talk. It belongs to me. Not, it's really not. About five, seven minutes. Yes, bloodletting. Uh. <sighs> All the good bad guys do that stuff. You know what I actually would have been cooler? Uh, if you, like, seared it with his lightsaber. Do you know what I mean? That's I, what I can barely done. hear you. I have this so loud. Talk to the audience. <laughs> oh, I was saying if he seared it, if he seared his own oh. wound with his lightsaber, like, to stop bleeding. No, it already stopped the bleeding because it was a laser, but it still hurt. That's the thing with Star Wars, you oh, don't need blood him, because though. lasers and lightsabers. Up oh, here we go. And turns oh, them around and good. boom! Oh, uppercut. Oh, oh dude, you guys see Creed that's too. That's a lot of pain. Okay, so this is it. This is we so all cool. know what's happening. 99.9% of all movie watchers, when they saw this for the first time, knew exactly what was going to happen here. Right. And it, you know what? Everyone's clapped in the nine times I saw it. Woo! Yes! Um, the new hope. Yeah. The true new hope. Maybe granddaughter of Jyn Erso. Who knows? The granddaughter of Jyn Erso. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they hold it like a baseball bat, which shows how inexperienced they are. That's not how you hold a sword. Watch what wait, she does. How wait, could it be wait, the wait, granddaughter wait, of watch, Jyn Erso? Watch, watch, watch how she fights. This is brilliant choreography. Stab. She's not strong enough to she, swing. She fights like she's right, ready. She's ready. Not. Here she comes. She fights like she doesn't. Here comes. It's all defensive. Yeah, we're going to see it again. She's going to stab. She's going to stab. She's going to stab. And there's Jess. Yeah, baby. Woo. Yeah, Sandwich. Awesome. She's like Get 20, by the way, the in this movie. Oh, shit. 
She's fucking. This I is totally think to me. The reason why I, I think they didn't no, I got, do a bunch of I, I, new planes and a bunch of other shit I, is because it's it because the, it's it, it, they did a good job with this. It's they great. Everything it this looks great. This, I, I'm not complaining. Look, uh, I, I don't, I don't no, get why people would complain my, my about complaints about anything in the movies is all character stuff. I loved Wedge. Oh, I thought you were agreeing with the plane shit. I just, they, they, can I just get one point in about Poe real quick? Yeah. It, I grew up loving Wedge. It's my favorite non-main character. I loved Wedge. And Poe was everything I wanted Wedge to be. A main character, the X-Wing pilot, a hotshot. Even pull some of the shit he did in Last Jedi, but not to the stupid level that they had him do it. You know what I mean? Right. And right. I know I'm going to get in episode nine because we see it. He's so much potential. I mean, he has way more screen time than I always remember when we come back. And we're going to get him in the air fighting Return of the Jedi style battles, probably the on and off the entire final movie. It's going to be glorious. Black Squadron's going to be back. Oh, man. This is great. Black Squadron. I love I wish you. I wish I you would read digital Com- comics. It's so easy to get used to. I mean, I'll try it. You're more. No, of a your, your problem is the reading, me, not so the it's digital. It's a little different. You gotta read something. Right. I just don't. You read gotta, you gotta shut I, off I mean, at a certain time and read. Right. Cuddle up with yeah, your lady. I mean, different. look, you you have a lady. Yes, I do. I have a cuddling I have up a with a lady and reading is awesome. I'm cuddling up with my cat and reading. It's way less awesome. Okay. Yeah, here she I goes. Just, she's she's using know. the terrain. This is a smart. By the way, brilliant touch. They no, injured Kylo, brilliant. so they, she even had a chance, right? Couldn't, wouldn't, she would never win with a healthy Kylo. Maybe she would. No, yeah. Stab again. That's like her fifth stab. It's brilliant. This is brilliant choreography. This might be the best lightsaber battle we've ever seen, other than Ahsoka Vader in Twilight of the Apprentice. Oh, it's so good. Now she's she's swinging it like a baseball bat. That's not working. He's trying not to kill her. Be, or, or not 100% trying to kill her because he wants this. And this is what makes Adam Driver brilliant. Is he's convinced I love how she that this completely is, he can help her. her. Look, look, he's not... He's really trying to communicate is in his twisted way here. And he, look at the look on her face. He's going, oh my God, I'm turning her. Nope, the opposite's happening. No, she, she's like, wait a minute. I'm able look to at like, it. Yeah, look, he thinks shit. she's going to open her eyes and say yes. But she's thinking about Maz, and they resisted the urge to put Maz Kanata's voice there. Thank you, J.J. Abrams. Because that's what she's thinking Thank of. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want oh! that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to watch all the other movies after this. Jesus Christ. I would like one more fight scene. Just wait. Just don't take this the wrong way. Shut up. All right. In the shoulder. Slow motion. He's slow motion. She's fast motion. I mean, how are they filming this? They're not moving at the same speeds. They must be filming off stage with one another. It's amazing. I'm sorry, man. I've never done a this close look. I'm fascinated by the choreography right now in a way I never have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. So it can do that, but it can't break through with the fucking FN2199's (laughs) nightstick. She's stronger than him, literally. And that's why they, oh, <laughs> kill him. This is it. This is where I disagree with 95% of Star Wars fans is I just, you have to kill Kylo, but she can't do it. Not yet. She would never, it's not in her personality. Well, it's gonna, it's, I mean, you're not going to be happy if it doesn't happen in episode nine, right? 
I mean, it should happen in episode nine, but it's different. She's just, it's like a, a new, like in episode nine, it's an old enemy. This is her first, you know, battle. It's also her. Han's son. Even though he just killed Han, it's still Han's son, and she loves Han. God, look at this destruction. Do you know what saves The Last Jedi for me? Huh? The last five minutes with Rey saving them, but the, specifically her conversation with Leia, Poe, and then Leia. That last five minutes of Last Jedi with the team getting together, who's left, is, is so beautiful. I love this. Oh, man, he is so fucking creepy. He reminds me of Skeletor. I thought they did a great job with the practical version of him in episode eight. It was disgusting. Looked totally real. She, they're lucky it's snowing. It probably helped save him. You know what I mean? Putting his back on fucking ice. I mean, it's not the full like drowning of 20,000 orcs instantaneously at the end of Lord of the Rings, but it's a little convenient. Who cares? Because we're about to get the biggest nerd boner in Simi. <laughs> The nerd boner that results. Love him. This will be my last thought because there's some emotional stuff coming up, which is the nerd boner of Luke Skywalker wet the pants of old school Star Wars fans for two years, and that's ultimately why they were so disappointed with Last Jedi. With nothing in their mind happened, nothing that most Luke Skywalker people built up in their brains occurred. God, you know, I mean, all this, all this, everything. Yeah, Craig Rumberg, they got the two most famous people. uh, The the two most famous people after Oscar Isaac were the two who survived. You gotta love it. Yeah, but I'm I'm not, like, I'm still, like, dark and depressed of, like, Solo's death. I know, you're such a Solo guy. He's done. Like, I mean, I knew it was inevitable. Like, it was inevitable. Like, he didn't want to do more movies, and he wanted to do the last one. Can and I, end it can I say something he, sobering? I'm glad he at least did this one. Can I say something yeah. sobering? My favorite is actually dead. <laughs> at least Harrison Ford's alive, and you're going to see him again. My favorite is actually right. dead. I'm never going to see. Right. No. But, and Harrison Ford real, still looks Real forwarding. Carrie Fisher. Fake Han Solo. You know, I'll always have Carrie Fisher's audio books though to keep to well, make me she's laugh. She's a beautiful woman. She's also a genius. She looks she's great. She's got an IQ that. of like 180. Like she didn't finish high school. She can recite Shakespeare and shit. See, if this is one of Solo's like rogue children, this scene Sammy? makes a lot more Sammy? sense. This is yeah. why I love Star Wars and fuck all you haters out there if you don't love this. But how does Leia? I love it. I really like the scene, still and I don't hugging. want it to go away. Hold on, but still hugging. But why does Leia know who she still is? Still hugging. You don't see this. Why does Leia know who she is? Because of the Force? Can we just talk about the social implications of this, though? The two strongest and major characters left in the movie just hugging for a minute? Yeah. No, it's With no words? Oh, God. Fucking Chewie, man. Yeah, but he loves Rey. Something that again was when when it's no he, in- he really likes Ray he his best friend just died okay okay <laughs> give him a minute Simi I need you to focus away from Han Solo right now because your your <laughs> sadness of seeing Han yeah. die for like the billionth time is starting to cause problems all right I'll stick away I'll stick it's away not from problems Solo. it's real man. can we talk about Luke though can we talk about Luke do you agree with me yeah. in general that even though you and I are not normal nerds in this stuff. It didn't help that they were set up an unbelievable Luke Skywalker story in the traditional sense, and we didn't get it. And me and you are cool with that. It is great, but 
but there is no Beatrice without Pai Mei. Like he's the Pai Mei, you know. Like, are you still talking about like Han Solo? No, I went into <laughs> I went into like. Uh, do you know Kill Bill? Okay, we're ta- hold on. Pai Mei, Sa- so Sammy. I know like, you want to go off. He's I know. just a teacher. He's not. Oh that, shit! Hey, stop. He's, he's not that. Sammy. He's not as important ah, as Ray. Stop! 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 I screwed up. Please hit stop. Okay. Where are I'm you? I'm sorry. I'm having computer issues. Just where are you? I'm at two o two twenty four. Okay. That's what I was yelling at. I was yelling at you to stop. Oh, I thought you were saying stop, like stop your nonsense. Well, no, that was where it started, and then it became actuals. Two o two was it? Um, I can go. Twenty nine. I'm at two o two twenty four. All right, I'm gonna say um, twenty five. Sorry. When you say when you get to twenty nine, just say uh, play. Okay. One sec. One second. Thirty one, two, three. Okay, it's fine. Four. Yeah, I mean, it's the end. By the way, a year before this came out, I'm sorry. A year, uh, as soon as this scene happened, two years before Last Jedi, I'm going. Like, He's going in the back to tank. Yep, that's where we find him. Being in the Last Jedi is great. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would have loved it if he was already in the back to tank. That was actually like, very funny. a good back to tank scene, like with her like putting her hand on the fucking back to tank. God, look at that face! Oh my god, that pun. Um, I'm gonna have to watch Jedi tonight. Last, Jedi I'm gonna tonight. too. I'm gonna too. Oh look, now see they're already starting to dress up Carrie Fisher, and she looks like. Oh, uh, she looks gorgeous. You know what she looks like? The person who is like president of our world in like a progressive way, which she's basically Seven, been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like, that's the picture of like what I think about as her being a senator in the books when we're doing blood, when I do bloodlines, when I listen to bloodlines, that's how I picture her. So a couple off camera things, they did, she does wait a couple days before she goes. So they, she does talk with Leia and I assume Leia talks about the force with the little, blah, 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 blah. Look at Chewie's smile. What I'm saying is not that he loves her ever lover as much as Han, but he, he does what Han would want Chewie to do, which would be immediately loyal to Rey. And so he's, he's showing his love for Han posthumously by doing what Han would want him to do. So two things. I wish she was wearing a black dress and not a blue dress. Oh my god. Her husband just you're, died. You're the worst. Well, can she fucking mourn? I mean, this is Shiva, to be perfectly honest. She's, she's also like, the like, leader of the free nice, world and nice trying me, not to Ray. give up hope. Yeah, her fucking husband. Dude, they, we, they, I'm sorry, Han Solo's life means nothing compared to the billions who died in Hosnian Prime. Can't. You're right, you're right. Her son just killed her husband. Whatever, she's fine. Man, we are going to have therapy after this. I was not expecting this. No, seriously. Like, the so fact just, that just, she's like, go, go Just wait, get three minutes. Day. Okay, like, we have post-game like, in three minutes. Just wait, three minutes, I promise. This is like all the expectations that I wished. So, hey, uh, a minute from now, in their time, Luke throws the lightsaber over the shoulder, and everyone immediately groans. Everyone? That was my original first, like, fuck this nonsense. Like, what is this bullshit? It just wasn't funny or well, I mean, yeah. Ryan Johnson if you go back doesn't to have our, good humor. If you go back to our... That's why uh, JJ's better for this. He's got much better humor than Ryan. 
if you go back to our podcast when we both first saw uh, Last Jedi, our re- Last Jedi reaction, that's exactly was my first anger towards uh, Last Jedi. You like, no, what you the fuck? for better or worse to me, you are the one that catalyzed my turning on this movie <laughs> for better or worse. Again, I like, there's a lot of things I like about it. So again, it's like, okay, wait, like, hold I don't on, like hold this. On. Or I don't like hold that. On, hold on. Oh, you want to be this oldest. They recreated this perfectly look like they're for in, last like, Jedi Scotland or something. There's going to be a beautiful moment. And then Simi, you're going to let me talk for two or three minutes. And then I'm going to let you talk for as long as you want about solo and shit. But this moment is amazing. No, I, I'm over with solo. I mean, like, here he comes, baby. I don't need to dwell. Our dreams, our expectations. But he's crazy old Luke. Crazy old Luke. Too bad there's not Obi-Wan around. The wisest of the Jedi, in my opinion. Agreed. Him or... Oh, no, I actually think Yoda's the The wisest. He and Rey have amazing chemistry. In in the movie. I think Yoda's... Sorry. So, can I just well, finish this thought? Which is, you need to find stuff you love in movies that you love, right? And amazing chemistry between these two actors and these two characters should be enough. But if you're hung up with Luke didn't do A, B, or C, then I don't know what to tell you. That's not what movies are about. They're about these moments right, right here. It's not about, right? It's about the Kylo Han moment that... Is so effective that you're angry having seen it a bazillion times, and I so respect that. And it shows how brilliant J.J. Abrams is, dude. And we're gonna get these drama moments. Look at the spinning shot, and we're gonna get the drama, we're gonna get the action, we're gonna get the comedy in episode nine. It's great, they're taking all the time off. Boom! J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. I Lawrence think was, I I'm, not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the word oversaturated, but um I think I think they needed to Kathleen take a Kennedy. minute because there was just so much going on so quickly. Uh, and it was amazing. Uh, I, I just love how quickly everything came came out. But mm-hmm. now the what they're doing with this last one, I'm really excited about. So uh, the standalones have been great. I really love Rogue. I really love. God damn it! This made it hard. Now I need to watch Solo too. Wait, okay, damn. so first first impression. Damn it! First impression. What's your current list? And you can have ties. No, I'm not going to do ties. Uh-huh. First impression, this is number two and Solo is number three yeah, that's what uh, I got. right now. That's just what I got. because there's more content, but like I really like Solo. So like it's it's a close. It's like a, it's a 1A and a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 1A and a, a A. You know what I mean? Uh, or 1A Can and I postulate a, another uh, reason why I think you and I most uh, smart, I consider smart, uh, thoughtful Star Wars fans have mm. Rogue One and First Awakens mm. is that yes we want our rebellion we want our fighting we want our Empire versus Rebels but we definitely want our lightsabers and Jedi and right. Force right. and original cast and if you take the best of Rogue One and Han Solo it's Rogue I mean let's put it this way the distance between uh, Solo and Rogue One is way less in my opinion than the distance between Force Awakens and Last Jedi and that's where I'm landing and then that's kind of the problem. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, again, I think I, I, in the end, actually like uh, the Last Jedi more than you do because I really, I, I think there's a lot of redeeming qualities to it, even though it's like a little drawn out. And there's some storylines that, that we both don't like, and blah blah blah. But in the end, like, yeah, these, these, I, I think, I think as, I think a runaway is Ro- is Rogue One, and then. Um, 
you know, just this is the story continued, and they did a really good job. And, um, you know, the carry on with, with eight music? just wasn't there. You listen to music? No, no, no. Uh, they got the full on the fun scavenger ray theme. It's so good. All right, buddy. Man, that was a, this was great. No, this was awesome. Uh, I mean, I knew it was gonna be awesome, but it was awesome the way Rogue One when we did it because it that was very different. <laughs> My first two times I went through this, man, it was mostly me laughing, having a blast. But like, this was a way more emotional experience, and I really want to end with talking about Han and, and Kylo and it being maybe one of the ten most iconic moments in modern filmmaking. Uh, if like you're looking at blockbusters. So if uh, I just wanted to share a few facts about The Force Awakens when it came out, and then uh, I'm going to give you last words. Does that sound okay? Yeah, man. Shoot. You have like, can you give me eight to ten minutes? We start early. Yeah. You should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's rock. Okay. Let's rock. Um, all right. So Force Awakens, obviously, biggest domestic haul ever. As we know, Simi, we talk all the time, but we can't say enough. Americans love Star Wars more than the rest of the world. Uh, that being said, it did make over $2 billion worldwide, but it made half that in this country. Do you know what the number two, number four is Last Jedi, and the number five is Rogue One? Do you know what two and three are domestically? No. Avatar Jurassic World, and then Last Jedi Star Wars Story, and then episode one, six, original Star Wars seven in, in $1977 is crazy. But a couple of fun things. That's crazy. A couple of fun things. Um, so all time worldwide, you know, if you guys know anything about film, Avatar and Titanic, Force Awakens with a re-release could easily surpass Titanic, but Avatar, because it was the first 3D thing, whatever, right? I mean, that's just the way it was. But I want to share something with you, man, and I'll give you a final word. Okay? I'm going to read a list of movies. And these are opening weekends in this country. Okay? I'm going to start from number one, and I'm going to go down. And I want you to tell me what the first uh, 11 or 12 of these movies have in common. All right? Avengers Infinity War, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Jurassic World, The Avengers, Black Panther, Age of Ultron, Incredibles 2, Captain America Civil War, Beauty and the Beast, Iron Man 3, and then The 12 of the Terry Potter Part 2. They're all Disney movies other than <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Warner Brothers, right. And, uh, <laughs> and Jurassic World, you know. And Jurassic World was like the, everyone losing their mind over dinosaurs temporarily. Um, so, you know, I think think disney is going to keep dominating and uh, honestly man when i saw this movie even though i gave it a b plus a a minus my first thought um and i'm gonna throw two your final thoughts it just felt so professional so real so human and i have enjoyed the star wars movies significantly since 2015 way more than the marvel movies even though i liked winter soldier and guardians in 2014 by the time Force Awakens, and then of course Rogue One. A year later, um, I, 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 that's just where I am because of those moments. How many moments in the comic book movies get you as jacked up or or, or angry as what happened there? You know, um, yeah, I don't know. That's my thought. I think this movie has tons of heart, tons of humor. It balances both brilliantly. I, I continue to say J.J. Abrams is a, is is a genius. I objectively, uh, final thought, and then I'll hand it to you. Think 2009 Star Trek is a better J.J. Abrams movie in terms of being tighter, 
But <laughs> this being Star, Boo. but this being Star Wars and in le- launching the new Star Wars universe, this is way ahead of 2009 for me. I'm just saying, if I if I was not into either of these movies, it's a little tighter. Uh, but it's nowhere near as fun and great because it's not Star Wars. I love this movie. I you guys like any complaints I actually had, you heard. Like that, that's it. Uh, it's Ray running into the woods. The final battle is a little weird, and there's some pacing issues in the middle. But other than that, I love it. It's clearly much better than Last Je- uh, Last Jedi for me. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. So Simi, final words or words take as much time, little as much time as you want. Man, them, you had some feelings about uh, about Han Solo. I was a little uh, taken aback. Yeah, man. Uh, I just that's actually like one of the little gems that I like thought about as it was happening that I didn't think about before. Was like, you know, uh, Leia's all, you know, good luck, Ray. Love you, miss you, great meeting you. This is awesome. It's like you should be in like ridiculous mourning. That your son just killed your husband. Anyway. I think you uh, completely gonna, misread the emotion of that dark, scene. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not well, saying this as a diss at you, but I, I want to defend that frame. scene. I want to defend that scene. They've, they're the two most important people left in the Resistance. Just at the end, like the end of Last Jedi, they're still the two most important people left in the Resistance. You have to be somber mm. but strong for the people. Mm. But you, I think there should so, have been. You, you, I just think yeah. there should have been a little more mourning for Han. Fuck. I just don't believe in the real world as much as you love someone that you would sacrifice their life over billions of lives. Yeah, maybe there should have been a. Maybe they should have had a. You know what? They could have had a moment at a fucking funeral. You know, like, Jesus Christ. So my friend had a great idea, because I was saying, well, the best way to d- deal with Carrie Fisher in the final movie is to have her st- start with a funeral, you know, with Poe giving mm-hmm. a speech. My friend actually suggested that they offer, like, a joint funeral of the original three uh, characters, since they're all, I mean, assuming they would kill Leia. <laughs> That's kind of cool, right? Make everybody happy, like, bring back the original crew in a weird way. Um if if they were dead, I'm telling you, man. Hans, I'm telling you, Harrison Ford liner two is definitely on the table. I'm making all sorts of predictions for episode nine. So okay, well, it, it, it looks like you have anything else to add. Do, do you have any new ideas about episode nine? What we could expect, what we shouldn't expect, what you would like to see? I mean, you really want Kylo to get it. How would you like Kylo to get it? I, I really like Ray to chop his fucking head off. Okay, which is exactly what I want. I just, I, I am way more <laughs> with this, just with this, because of your touch on solo. I, I'm, I am in total agreement with you about what we should do, but I'm a little right. bit less emotional about. I, I just think it's a practical, <laughs> right thing to do. Personally. I just think, I just think Kylo is like the epitome of entitlement, and he's just like the worst person in the world. Interesting. What? <laughs> so what, does, is is there something coming out from outside in with this? Well, I mean, I guess at some level, I lo- I I've uh, I lost my father at a relatively young age. I was twenty. I did not uh, know I was that. Twenty. 
I was 20 when I lost my I father. I didn't know so that. For the, yeah. the idea for someone to kill their, like understanding what it is like to not okay. have a father. <laughs> All right, and now understanding I'm the what it's I'm like sorry. for our father. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I'm. I, it's been a long time. I'm a comfortable person. It's a relative well, question and it's it, an honest answer. Well, it's also an honest mistake because so. I know how much you love Han Solo. Like just your love it's of Han Solo. It's not a mistake. It's a reality. Yeah. I mean, it's a reality. And maybe I'm more in touch with it than you are because like it's hard for any person with a father to understand what it's like to not have one at any point so for someone to actually be so selfish to kill their father is like is such a egregious thing like i feel like i feel like if you kill a hundred people or not a hundred like 10 people to one father is equal you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like how fucked up are you to kill your own father like Hmm. like you have a living father who's breathing and trying to be with you and you're like, I'm going to stab you in the heart, literally. So, like, it's an incredible thing to, like, to, like, be that kind of evil. And again, like, how many things do you know where someone kills? Like, I can't even think of another movie off the top of my head that's not like a It happens a in literature constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I read tons like, of like fantasy historical fiction. I mean, that stuff happens all the time. A lot, but a lot of it happens like more so with like an abusive father. Like Freddy Krueger killed his father. Uh, uh, Hitler hated his father. You know, like an abusive, horrible person. You know, like there's nothing wrong with Han Solo. You know, like well, again, know, it's just this. Yeah, and and this is it, no. Go ahead. It's just like, you know, it's an awful thing to kill your father. It is. It you is. Know, it, like, is. it is. But I, the difference is just the, w- the way we read each p- particular emotional beat as it's going on. We just have the different perspective of what's going on, and that's great. That's that's what we call right. brilliant acting. I mean, remember, you, you referred, you know, when we need Rogue One, in Krennic's very first appearance, you're just like, God, I hate this guy, and that's why he's such a brilliant actor. I mean, Kylo is that even more, right? I mean, the more you hate him convincingly and you want him to get it, like, that's brilliant performance by Adam Driver. Right, right. Yeah. Right. No, no, I told you I like him. The only thing, I'm not, I don't even know if it's critical. I just don't find him attractive. I think he's casted and tremendous. Right. It doesn't matter. I actually like him better with the goatee in uh, Klansman. Like, I just feel like he seems like this, like, it's, I almost think it was a little miscasted, but like the in the end, I, I think it was it was spot on. And I, like it's almost like you have to warm up to like who he is, because when he I takes the mask off, disagree. he's well, no, he's almost like no in the. He, he, how do I explain it? I think yes. What was initially on the page probably was not anything like Adam Driver, but they wrote the role around Adam Driver, which is what you should do with these cases. And it, to me, it works. I honestly like most guys that like the new movies. Like Kylo's their favorite character easily. I guess what I feel like when he takes the mask off is like a very like Napoleon Dynamite thing. Like it's just like nerdy kid. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's he just doesn't. He's just, I mean, I mean it, he's so scary with the mask on that when he takes the mask off, like, he's so not scary. You know what I mean? Even though he's, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and, like, jacked, and I wouldn't fuck with him. You know what I mean? But for some reason, with the long hair, and the, maybe they just should have given him a little facial hair. That's it. little facial hair would have done it. He just looks so, like, with the clean cut, he looks so, like, like, yeah. Or, or 
Okay, I don't know. He, he, he looks so childish. He starts like my buddy Abdul. Oh man. Um. Okay, buddy. Well, this was great. Um. But uh, I do want to introduce one heady thing to which we've been arguing about without saying yet. Maybe the argument would have moved more quickly. Which is the difference between an evil person and an evil action. Mm. And I think our main disagreement is that I do think he's an evil person, but significantly less than you. But I'm in agreement about most of the actions that would be considered evil, calling them evil. Does that make sense? Like, like I think he's evil, but also just twisted in the head. And so psychopaths, I, I never know what to do with. Well, here's the thing. I think there's sometimes a difference between someone who can't control their actions, and then there's people who know the difference between right and wrong and just don't care. You know, so the people who know the difference between right and wrong and just don't care, I think, are just like, you know, need to kind of burn. But like the people who are disabled and like actually like lack IQ and rational thought and stuff like that like those people like need help you know so like i think we need to like tiptoe around carefully about who we call a madman and who we call like an active racist you know like someone who kills a bunch of black people i mean Is i've seen crazy people just because like, he killed a bunch of black people Ill. yeah right there's but like i don't i don't believe some people who kill a bunch of people are necessarily um mentally ill like it's almost like they're different like they're they understand there's a different like and that's the difference between uh claiming the uh sanity plea like that you were insane right which um, dude that's so funny mate because we're right in the frank castle trial in season two of daredevil oh where where he doesn't want the insanity plea even though uh right he could get he could get out he says no i'm not gonna hide behind that bullshit and this is all rigged anyways and blah 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 blah. it's great right because his point is like i'm not insane and that's the thing about like who, okay. i can't remember the i can't remember the killer's name the one who went into the church and killed a bunch of black people it's like that guy's not insane because if you ask him today do you want to kill a bunch of black people he'd be like yeah you know what i mean like that's not insane that's who he is insanity is like Something uh, but you just said two different something. things. You said two. You said he's not saying that's who he is. I don't agree with the first. I do agree with the second. Like people generally don't change. I, I don't. I'm not. I, people can evolve or devolve, but generally don't like radically change. So whether that person is insane or not, they still got to be locked up or taken down. I'm with you, dude. I'm with right. you. I just am trying not right. to get emotionally anyway. invested. No, because uh, you know, I, I and just to tie together the two things I've been watching, which is Netflix Defenders shows and Star. Wars is they deal right. with the consequences of death and killing and when is it right to kill a whole you know like kill grave is like the worst guy ever takes Jessica Jones the entire season finally she says fuck it I gotta kill this guy I don't want to but I gotta kill him because he's like the worst guy mm-hmm. in the world and he's extremely dangerous Star Wars deals with death you know like in Marvel you know, and Batman were led to believe over 70 years, Captain America and Batman have never accidentally killed an innocent bystander. It's ridiculous. And they don't even kill bad guys most of the time. I'm not saying... You know what I will yeah. What I will tell you about Marvel? Like, that last Avengers left me in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. I mean... It was cool. It's just a... Sorry, I hit the mic. I apologize, people, for that chat. But, yeah, I just... Uh, it left me in just a different kind of way, especially when Spider-Man disappeared. Like, 
Anyways, and and I know we did this on the last one, but yeah, I know way too Stan, much about Stan, Stan Lee. God bless yeah. Stan Lee. Dropouts to him. Pour a little out. Love Stan Lee. The problem is, man, as you know, I knew about Avengers 4 before Avengers 3, some stuff. So I, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and not say anything about. No, you gave me a little hint and it was something that I was already interested in. So, uh, I think I was on it. Oh, the strange stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He's one of my favorite characters. So I'm always paying attention. Well, it's funny. I, I keep seeing, uh, like articles and videos that say like, the Doctor Strange 25,401 tries theory or whatever. And I've specifically been mm. staying away because I like how to, that's the thing I'm all about. I'm talking about, you know, there's a spectrum of spoilers. There's like, you know, not listening to anything and then knowing everything. And then in the middle, I'm sort of in the middle. I like to be a little titillated, but I don't want like the full reveal. So mm-hmm. yeah, I- I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, Disney's definitely firing on all cylinders. Uh, but I think, is safe to say that given all the turmoil in Disney, bringing JJ back for episode nine and giving him plenty of time was a great idea. I think. Hey, and uh, Netflix is giving everybody a Christmas pre- present, and uh, ne- uh, 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 Avengers: Affinity Wars is coming to Netflix, so that'll be fun. Awesome, uh, December twenty fifth. Awesome, awesome. All right, buddy. Well, as we get into December, I ha- we have I still have uh, business listeners. <clears throat> the first Mandalore arc from Clone Wars, which was great. I just yeah, just re-listened to it. It sounds you just need a couple cuts. Get that out n- next week or so. This will probably come out first um, because despite it being three hours, man, I don't really need to do that many cuts, which is great. And then I don't know, maybe. Well, I don't really need to tease, but I mean, I are hoping to do a non-Star Wars something before the end of the year. Let's a little present to y'all. So we'll have to get back to you on that. Simi, any final thoughts? We should maybe do a Potter. You kind of shot down the other ones. Um, you know, let's do a Potter. Ray or Jen? <laughs> Ooh. What we gonna, what book club? I don't know. <laughs> no, it, no. You pick your girl, Ray. Is, is Ray your girl? Is Jin, you know who my girl is? Is your girl Ray or is your girl Jin or Kira? I, I expect I would accept Kira. <clears throat> She's been in the main movies as Jin. I'm more attached to Jin. I like Ray. Ray feels like my cousin. Jay feels like uh, Jin feels like my sister. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. I don't th- <laughs> like I, I feel like I, feel I was hoping like to I say like non-platonic Ray. with both, or non-familiar with both of them. Um, well, I'm I'm, mar- I'm married, you know. I'm, mar- I'm married now, so I got. You also just lost your I mind saw. because your childhood hero got murdered in a scene that you've seen a thousand times, and you were so angry, you just yelled. Because for like, like I can't minutes. understand, like these people are so <laughs> foolish that like sexify that fucker. Like he's like we're gonna talk like about Freddy Rayla next time. Yeah. Like. Well, he's the worst, right. you know? If we do another Star Wars conversation, whatever next next Star Wars conversation is, I do want to ask you about the Raylo phenomenon because it is a phenomenon, but I want to I want to uh, smooth out the rough edges before <laughs> beforehand so that neither mm. of us say something we'll, we'll regret because there is an interesting sociological phenomenon because there's a lot of young, smart, fe- self-identified mm. feminist women. Um, but mm. uh, well, we'll see if Simi came. He, the problem is in your mm. mind. Whenever you think of Kylo, it's murdering Han. Well, like that's an epitomizing like mm. characteristic of it. Okay. I mean, you should be you should be judged on the 
best and the worst things you do. Yeah, I'm not into <laughs> judgment. God is the judge. We can only put people behind bars yeah. or not, depending on how dangerous they are. That's how I'm just purely yeah. practical. I'm into honesty and everybody judges everybody. So, <laughs> Well, um, and a final piece of more recent news. Uh, we already have a showrunner for Cassie and Andor series. Who's the writer, producer, creator, Stephen Schiff? Oh, my God. The Americans. Do you know how acclaimed this guy is from the Americans they get? I mean, the Americans gets nominated every fucking year. Uh, awesome. Can't wait. I can't wait for Cassian. Oh, this was the final thing, though, man, is they need to start giving us more literature that takes place during the new trilogy. Everything new. Mandalore. Rebels. Uh, Cassian, oops, sorry, excuse me, um, uh, The Mandalorian, uh, John Favreau show, all the literature, almost all the comic books other than the Poe comic books, all the literature other than, uh, Bloodline, I mean, they must be hiding, like, Fort Knox of brilliant ideas that are gonna happen later in the movies, otherwise start giving us stories, I think people would be more forgiving of, like, Last Jedi stuff if they had more... Uh, background behind it so i i don't i'm not sure it's the one thing i'm not sure about with with, with lucasfilm but we'll have to see so, uh, episode nine we will hopefully get a much of that and uh yeah boo this was great yeah man i'll uh i'll leave you i'll leave you with this <laughs> The force is strong. So, right well, just get this straight. So, Darth Vader's cool. He's killed many more people than Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just pointing that out. Uh, in the end, he doesn't kill his son. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like, there's a difference between being like a murderer, like thinking like Saw Gerrera does, like that he's a freedom fighter and that like he's killing these people for the right reasons. Like, versus, like, killing somebody that, like, wiped your ass and cared for you. You know? Like, there's, like, I, I a difference. I understand. I completely understand what you're there's a from. different. There's a different type of psycho that goes out and kills 20 people that looks like his girlfriend, you know, versus the psycho that, like, kills his mother. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just a different type of psycho. Like... Like, you could have, like, crazy, weird issues because you're imbalanced and blah, 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 blah. But, like, even the craziest of crazy don't usually kill their mother mm-hmm. or their father, you know? Like, but what does Ray like, try oh, to do? What does Ray do in the second mo- The entire second movie tries to get him to come to the good side. She doesn't forgive him. But she still tries to, and honestly, dude, I, I well for his power. I mean, he's considered one of the most powerful people in the world. But she calls him Ben so, like, and says, "You can still, you know, come to the good side." And right, because they need allies at that point. They're mm-hmm. looking for allies. You know, like the 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 resistance is failing at that point. Mm-hmm. The resistance is falling, dying, and she thinks that like. The tide will turn if she could get Kylo. Yeah, you know, no, I like, agree with you. She you know, sees it like more personally than she does. Two sabers yeah. running into battle. I actually agree with that interpretation. Yep. You know what I mean? I agree with and that. And like that's what I, I think agree. she is interpreting it as. And she's like, if I, she's like, you know, they, Wait. the the force, the force willed me to come get Luke, and Luke won't kill, come. So fuck him. But maybe, maybe the force is willing me. 
the to to come to Luke because that would make me come to Kylo, and then I can change Kylo to to I can see the good in Kylo the way Luke saw the good in in, in Vader, and and I can I can turn him to to. To, to the to the light and I can take him and he, and he'll lead with me the resistance and we'll crush the 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 first order and and you know he's just a power crazed douchebag who you know killed his father and deserves to die right so. but the way you beautifully described Ray's approach and reasons towards towards Kylo is exactly why she needs to be where she is and not me people like me and you. Because if you're going to be the leader of the new free universe and the messiah figure and the leader of the blah, blah, I mean, you have to look past those emotions. I mean, that's what Obi-Wan does all the time. Listen, in the end, you gotta look past those emotions. And that's what she did for exactly the reason you said. Well, hold on. You said it's not personal. She's recruiting him. I agree. But if she were so angry and hung up on Han Solo the way, you know, a lot of fans were, then they they couldn't do that. That's why Ray is Ray. That's, um, you you proved my point. I'm proving your point. It all makes sense. I don't agree with, I don't have the rage you have. But what I'm saying is the way we are so emotional is why we're not Ray and why Ray is Ray. And Rain and Soka are the only yeah, two. She, she, yeah. has, she has the patience, you know, to see that she's like a saint. You know what I mean? Like a saint would forgive someone who killed their father. You know, me, not so much. I'm starting to think more and more. My, I got to switch my Ahsoka theory for episode nine to Obi-Wan. I think Obi-Wan is mm. easier and makes way more sense. Even if they're not related. And he's, the, he's the bigger brand, too. Like, they may think it's overload. They might be just giving Ahsoka this whole Clone Wars thing, and like that's fine too. He's also the um, wisest Jedi. I mean, across a long period of his life, in my opinion. Right, right. Well, this was great. This was better than uh, this movie was more enjoyable with you. Uh, this was a really you know. good time. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yep, yep. Yep. This was just a lot of fun. I'm glad I bought it. Uh, I actually like it's like a perfect Hanukkah gift that my uh, wife bought me. Beautiful. So I can't believe you, know, you don't watch it, it all the time. I, I have, I have. Uh, no, I just killed it. I killed it when it was on stars. Uh, it was on stars. So like knowing that like it wasn't always going to be there. Like it was like the bedtime movie uh, for okay. uh, you know a really long time. Yeah. And and then it left, and then I thought something would pick it up, and then it didn't. Uh, and then it was on um, it was on a TV channel, and I, I had it on demand for a minute with like commercials. I have uh, Sling and uh, um, Fubo, which are two TV services. So, anyways, they they get TV channels on demand, so it was on a like TNT on demand for a really long time too. So, like, those two carryovers, like, gave me my fill. Um, but, no, I'm super happy I bought it. Um, I'm looking forward to, like, killing it, like, uh, a few more times. So, it's a great movie. It's a, it's a really good one. I mean, again, these, are, these movies are better than all of the other ones. And then you have to sit there and think about them next to the mm-hmm. uh, original trilogy. Like, I, I'm not... I'm not taking any crowns away from anybody but um prequels obviously (laughs) no 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 no. that's what i'm saying you take the prequels out and you. i'm saying saying they're not as good as the prequels obviously right Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so 
so but like i have to sit well that's the thing i have to sit there with rogue one and see and be like is rogue one better than like any of the other ones and i right now i'll say no but mm-hmm. maybe I, I, I just like, love that I grew up hating the notion of prequels in general because I didn't like the prequels at the time. <laughs> and your favorite movie is And now prequel. my favorite movie is prequel. And now it's inevitably going to be my favorite television show, Casting Andor, is going to be a prequel to that prequel. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. Um, yeah, dude, I would say for me, um, for better or worse, um, I don't... Um, uh, let me put it this way. There are movies I love that I only watch once or twice, but movies that I watch like over and over and over again uh, i generally i have like a couple like guilty pleasure movies but usually like the cream rises to the top and mm-hmm. i just watch rogue one and the force awakens so much more and get more stuff and enjoyment out of it last jedi is always a slog and solo again i still need more time with to see where it ends up um but i love the styling and performances of solo so much that it already earns like a pretty high place on the list um do you have any of the movies? Uh, final question. Do you have any of the movies above the original trilogy? Any mo- Do you have any movies That's above what I'm the saying. original trilogy? Rogue One is like I have to think about it. You have it above. You have it above. Uh, New I Hope. mean, I don't, but I do. It's tough, you know, like. Um, Oh, look at this. Bizzle makes a prediction about Knights of Ren. Eight hours ago, released J.J. Abrams teasing <laughs> Knights of Ren in a flashback scene, baby. All right, let's leave on that high note. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing rocks tonight, Donnie. Um, Mark it at 10, dude. If you guys get that quote out there. <laughs> Thank you, Simeon Klimo. Uh, uh, that was a wild ride, and uh, we'll hopefully reconvene once more before the end of the year to do this something. This was awesome, man. Maybe Thanks a, crazy. a lot. This was great. All right. Thank you to my boy, Simi. Thank you, BizzleCast listeners. Uh, we'll be back at you soon, but for now, the BizzleCast is out.